Yo, 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 once again, we back this with just a messengers podcast. Of course, I'm Mo. I'm Mike. You know, once again, it's with just a messengers Mondays, man. It's not possible without my dog Drew Money on the boards. Uh, 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 how y'all feeling? I am feeling great, man. How are y'all feeling? Feeling good, man. It's a good week, man. Good week, good, uh, especially yesterday. Yesterday was beautiful. Oh, the days. You know that weather's starting to change, man. It was a beautiful day yesterday. A beautiful week, honestly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Overall, it was a beautiful week. Woke up sure. feeling on the on the 60s tip. It was it was about 60, 65, you know. It was feeling real good, man. It was feeling real, real good. Can't beat that. Feeling like that this morning, too. Can't beat it, man. Sunroof mm-hmm. down, all windows down. Yes, mm-hmm. sir. No AC on. Can't beat it. Oh, no, you definitely can't beat that shit. I, I tweeted yesterday. I was like, this is the weather with you. When you ride around, you driving, you bu- you blasting more money, more problems. This is this is uh, <laughs> but the beautiful thing about Charleston, this is the type of weather we get for a good like maybe a month two before temperatures really start to yeah. drop and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, facts. That's why you gotta get a drop top. You know what I mean? A little cash car, yeah. a little drop top Saturday cruising. Y'all see yeah. like like you know like our OGs and shit typically ha- had a Saturday morning car or like a mm-hmm. Saturday that's a fact uh, a motorcycle or some shit my you know old man saying? my old man had a um I think it was a 76 El Camino mm. but mm. we had the sunroof in there yeah we used to night mornings like that we used to get up and roll that sunroof back yes, <laughs> right did that loud ass El Camino man that was a that was a classic car I love that car yeah hold on hold on hold on for the first time ever on the show man I'm a bust out Bust out some shades, man. Deion Sanders. <laughs> Deion got Sanders got, got, got WJTM on, on, on. I ain't got the exact ones you got now, so if you ever want to hook up. Hey, my dog can't pry the shades in there. You, <laughs> you got shades get, on too, got, so y'all. Let me, let me get my shit right, man. Y'all must be, y'all playing us in here and left me out. <laughs> no, I, I, t- I, was, I was just going to surprise niggas. I didn't know you was coming in here like that. No, sir. So I'm, I'm like, all, man, Dion, Dion got me feeling on his vibe too, man. So, I'm you all know? tapped in. I'm all in. Hey, cause certain yeah. people, certain people take these these shades and hats off when they talk to grownups. Hey, hey, <laughs> you know, see how yeah, that, see man. how far that get them. Yeah, man. So Dion, man, if you ever want to hook us up, man, with some of them shades, man, you know, holler at us, man. Yeah, out of one point two, you know, ain't nothing a little light work. In a in a weekend, right? You can, in, you in, can a send us in a day, in a day, you know, in a we, day. We can take a little care package off your hands, man. You, yeah, you, man. You made you made it ten times over already. Hell yeah, hell yeah. But how is uh? Everybody been to man. How's everybody feeling? I haven't asked y'all that question in a while. You know, I, I typically ask y'all how's how's y'all mental. What's one thing you've been doing for yourself? Um, I've been pretty good, man. Let me tell y'all about some funny shit. So I went. I want to first. I, first of all, I want to apologize to the listeners and y'all too. If um last last week I sounded kind of off, I had some shit going on, man. So <laughs> I think I've um been clenching my teeth at night and not noticing it. So, like, back in May, like, I remember I woke up. This was, like, a Monday. No, it started happening on, in the, like, a Monday afternoon. And, like, this side of my mouth was sore. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't, like, a toothache sore or none of that. It just felt like it was overworked. And it started, like, in, around, like, around my ear and around this side right here. So, every time I would eat, I had to eat, like, real, like, kind of, like, careful and shit. It went away, like, after a week. So, then, like, two weeks ago, it happened again. It happened on the right side this time. So then I'm like, man, what the fuck going on? Go to the dentist, right? And we'll do the x-rays. It's like, ain't nothing wrong with your teeth. Like, we can't find nothing. It's like, but what it probably is, like, you probably clenching your teeth at night. 
He's like, do you know of any stress going on in your life, anything? I was like, no, like, I'm good. He's like, well, that usually be the main causes of it. He's like, you're not going to notice it at night because, you know, you sleep and shit like that. And then when it turned, what happened was my tongue had got swollen on the left side because mm. I was looking up. It didn't happen to me the first time, but they said when you clench your teeth, it can affect your tongue. So, like, my tongue would be tapping like the top of my mouth so I know I listened to the show back last week it kind of felt like I was talking <laughs> like with a list or something like that mm-hmm. so that's what that was so I was like oh shit I didn't even noticed that shit so I want to apologize to y'all um, if I sounded kind of like off anything like that but all you need is like um, it, go- it goes away after the week and shit like that but if it happens again I'm gonna get me a mouth guard and I also got geographic tongue too so I'm what gonna- is that so geographic tongue is kind of like it's it's common. So basically, it kind of looked like your uh, tongue, basically looked like how can I say uh, uh, craters in a sense. It kind of mm. looked like if you was look at a map and look like, or you look, not craters kind of look like it would look like an outline of like islands and shit like that. Yeah, because ain't that supposed to be like different like taste like sectors for your mouth or something like that, or no? It, it's just basically it just it, that's basically like. It's not even that. It's kind of like a reaction off of that could come from stress. It come from acidic foods. Oh, okay. Uh, spicy foods and shit like that. Like my sister, she got it too. Some look different than others, but it don't affect. It don't affect. How can I say? Uh, pain wise, right. it's not painful. It just it just feel different. You see what I'm saying? Right. I noticed I started getting that shit like around 2020. That's when I first noticed I had that shit. So then. I finally had to come to the reality that I'm going to have to give up the hot sauce, man. Damn. You hear that, Drew? Nigga got to cut the hot sauce out, man. <laughs> Blessed be the fruit. <laughs> <laughs> so anything like anything like real acidic or spicy, I'm going to cut back on that shit. Because it, I do notice when I cut back on that shit, it goes away. And that's the thing. like It goes away, come back. It goes away, come back. But it could come back due to foods or you might be experienced with stress. But when he was telling me, I'm like, man, I can't really think of nothing really that been stressing me out. But you must oh, have been going crazy on the hot sauce. That's crazy because you don't even eat seafood, so you don't know what that shit feels like to have like a fresh piece of crispy ass fish with some <laughs> fucking hot sauce on. Or that crab shit. bag, you know, any spicy of that crab shit. bag. You know like, what I'm saying? Like any of that, you will now forever never have that. <laughs> it's crazy, man. I hate to be you, but. But I mean, it's you able to recognize good. that. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. But other than that, um, I've been good, man. I've been good. Um, maybe sometimes you go... I never went through like a, a test or anything like mm. that. Or I pretty much know when I'm stressed, though. You see what I'm saying? So being that they say that's what clenching teeth is the cause of, I'm not really trying to... Like, I can't really think about what it is exactly that would cause that. You see what I'm saying? But... If it does happen again, I'm just gonna get me a mouth. Uh, he said he'll make me a night guard, a mouth guard. Okay. Uh, sleep at night and shit like that. But yeah. What about you, Mo? I'm good, man. Honestly, bro. Like, like I said, been last. I think last time we talked about that, I said I started that boxing class. Just been mm-hmm. staying consistent with that. You know, just been keeping it going, man. I've been meditating and shit like that too. Been keeping it going, man. Trying to stay mellow and calm out here, man. Heard that. For Heard sure. That. How you been though? I'm good, man. I am. Um, it's crazy that you talking about teeth problems because I had um, a root canal and I had a 
and I had a wisdom tooth pulled. Right. And recently, um, this was like three days ago. Uh, you didn't even say nothing. <laughs> your mouth don't even look like it's affected. Pause. Nah, man, that shit. Y'all broke. remember when I got my wisdom teeth pulled? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I came in and did the show. Yeah. Nah, that was um. I went to a new dentist, and the, apparently he used to play for the Stingrays. And, man, when I walked in and saw the floors, I'm like, shit, I'm about to spend a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you got all of them out? Nah, I just, well, so I'm about to go back because the bottom is a little different, your jawline and stuff like that. So depending on your jaw, um, they'll have to put you to sleep. Now, let me tell y'all about putting you to sleep for dental work. Do you know that... <laughs> For one injection, the first one is like 308. The second injection is like 281 or some shit like that. That's just to put you to sleep. When they gave me the bill the, and I looked at it, insurance covered the bulk of it. Mm-hmm. I had to pay 449. Yeah. And that, pulling teeth is expensive as fuck. Yes, it is. So it, Drew not lying at all. Yeah. That number is accurate as right. fuck. I For just, one injection. Yes. And I, they didn't put me to sleep or nothing for this. What's, this the, what's the total, Drew? Like around a thousand something, probably. So it, uh, it's let up me, there. Let me get there. So uh, for the two, for the the two bottom teeth to put me to sleep, all that will come to twelve hundred ninety one dollars before Sounds insurance. Right. Before insurance take care of yeah. anything. Sounds about right. So I'm like to put me to sleep. It's like. That you know, like mm-hmm. essentially five hundred plus. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Give me a bottle of tequila, bro. You want me sleep? Yeah, <laughs> I'll come in here <laughs> sleep. Said a bottle of tequila. <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's just joking, but seriously. still, like that's it's just really like that's a crazy. I mean, I know dental work is always going to be quite expensive, but it is what it is, man. Um, spent that, got that done, and um, but I'm telling you, like Monday, Tuesday, my wisdom teeth had me on like. I couldn't even work uh, Wednesday and Thursday because this this jug of water right here. If I didn't keep drinking water or something like, yeah, keep something on it. Yeah, the pain was in out of this control. I mean, it it was crazy. But I it was because when I went to the dentist, they just um subscribed me antibiotics. So the antibiotic was fighting that uh, root canal, the tooth that I needed a root canal on. It was fighting that infection. So, nevertheless, man. Other than that. Um, I took some time out really because 2024 is just you know it's going to be a different right world for me. Yeah. So it was like I had a lot of reflection this week. I would right. say um, just some beautiful news and shit, man. Um, I kind of want to wait until a little, I see how that sh- everything plays out before it's like a, a huge thing definitely, and stuff. But it just man, it was a really good week. A lot of reflection this week, I would say. Right. Um, and just giving thanks because I mean it's. You know, I'm I'm coming up on a year of my production company, and it's it's it's, mean, up, it's up there. Yeah, it's been it's been really good, man. Um, it's been really good. A lot of good work, and I'm just I'm just thankful. Like I just I don't know, man. I don't, yeah, you about to get on that turbo slider like on Mario Kart, man. Uh, hey, man, <laughs> that's about to that's about to get faster. Yeah, man, this shit is it's it's picking up, and um, I'm, I'm just. Let me I'm, ask you this, because I know that? I asked you before, and I and I, I felt like I, it's something that I want you to get better at. So how how have you been as far as balancing working too much? Because mm. you are a workaholic. I am a workaholic, and I'm definitely um, setting boundaries with making sure I'm, I'm still getting time for myself, you know what I mean, and doing the things that I want to do, spending time with people I want to spend time with, you know what I mean? I got a lot of nephews out here. 
and it's, I can't get around to all of them with mm. you know my schedule or whatnot. But it's just you know one of those things I'm I'm trying to do a little bit better with tapping in with like the little my homies' kids. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like that's one thing that I'm I'm working on making time out my schedule to do. You know, um, but I am I'm telling you, man, work balance has been good. The only thing is, like, I look at that damn Uber and that map be so damn hot, and it's like, ah. You got to get in on that. I'm out. Like, the game started last night at 10, and that's cutting into prime time. You know what I'm saying? Like, that mm-hmm. that that cut into prime time of Uber. But I can't, you know, what Dion's doing, man, I'm, I'm loving seeing it. So I didn't mind, you know, having a late start to my night. That's why I, I ended the, my uh, my Uber time the time I ended today. But um, all in all, man, it's been good. It's it's a good. My mindset's good. I'm I'm hyped in charge. I'm ready uh for more work. You know. That's what's up, man. I'm happy for you, genuinely. That's Appreciate crazy. It. I brought up the teeth thing because I had remember that tweet that I had earlier. I was like, why are people missing side teeth? That kind of tied to that. Like, Eric, and you was just playing. Bro. I was playing like that they, shit serious. They was giving me like they was full, giving their life stories and I that was shit. Like, hey man, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, I'm sorry. One person was like, they had a uh uh. A brunt, a, uh, what is it called? Brunt force trauma mm. injury? And then I was like, oh, I, bro, we, we I know, was just kidding. Like, I ain't been bro, trying we, to, like. We know the conditions of the economy out here and people who can't afford certain dental coverages. We know that. Mo was just tripping. Yeah, I was just tripping. He, like that was just, was I was, I was following. I was picking but, that but, game but, off a of but, but, but you see now, it's a lot. It's picking and choosing with that shit though. Yeah, because you know, because you know, a certain demographic will say they don't fuck with people without that side tooth. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? I say, but see, you I say, say you got to get life stories in your clothes. <laughs> but I also, I mean, you know, just to be, I'm, I'm just, I, I saw the tweet and I, yeah. you know, I didn't see the engagement after that because I'm. No, nah, it went up. It went up. Okay, I'm sure it did. But it's, you know, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. Like I've seen when I when I came to Charleston and started seeing young kids have those damn gold caps. That, that's what I'm talking to. Yeah, like you know that what I'm too. saying like that was something that I saw personally, like. Those kids, those same women or same men who had those them play play caps in their mouth, them pull outs. Mm-hmm. Now in current day, where them caps are, they're missing teeth. You know what I mean? Mm. You, you you covered that tooth up, and you know the shit died. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Trying. See, I had I had the uh, the the pull out grill too, but you know, it used to be crazy to me. People used to have the pull out grills and shit, and eating, drinking, eating, drinking, sleeping. Smoking. Like people used to like. Keep them sleep, sleep with them shits. Mm-hmm. And it's like, bro, nah. like, you supposed to take that off. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, your teeth got to breathe. Your teeth got to breathe. Like, that's not a, that's not a, you didn't shave your teeth down and put the gold on it. You you can take that off. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, I, don't, I think people really underestimate how important the mouth, tongue, teeth are, period, to your health. Facts. Yeah. First of all, I want to shout out to the man upstairs for bringing me in this world when he did, because I don't think I would have been living if I lived prior to what we got with Dennis now, because I don't know what the fuck they was doing. Oh, like back back then. Back oh, back yeah, then. Yeah, yeah, I if I caught a because they didn't have street teeth. I wouldn't. I would because I you see pictures of how like they used to deal with like dental problems back in medieval times. Like you said, I'd probably have been dead back then. Because I'd probably been dead. I don't know how I would handle like them. <laughs> Tying mm, my mouth mm. up to a horse or some shit to pull my teeth out or some shit. Like, I don't think I could do them type of shit Replacing like that. Replacing teeth with wood. Replacing teeth with wood and drilling, actual drilling in my mouth with like medieval like, type t- tools. Like, nah. I would have took one to the dome. Yeah, like, just get me up out of here because I can't, I can't do it. I can't deal with that. But like, can you imagine that? I mean, when you get a tooth, 
ache and the pain that you go through. You know what I'm saying? And it like, it could catch you off guard. Yeah. Like, and I never experienced that. Hopefully, I won't have to experience it one day. But yeah, that's what I take a lot of pride in taking care of my teeth. So mm-hmm. like when I when I went and did my clean in the November of 2021, and they told me they said, uh, "Well, you got a cavity in one of your wisdom teeth, and one in the top left." Naturally, we it's not natural to fill them because it don't make sense. Mm-hmm. Do you want to schedule to go? And I had been avoiding it because it wasn't bothering me. So I told him, no, I'll pull all four out. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing this two, one, pull them all out. And then when I went and got it done, I mean, the surgery went good. I don't remember the surgery at all. Yeah. All I remember is my head back and the doctor going to play with some light and then waking up in my bed. My sister brought me home. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So... I mean, the whole experience in itself, and then I think I healed probably like within a two weeks, some somewhere around there. But I don't play around when it comes to my teeth, bro. Yeah. Uh, I take that shit very serious because that shit can fuck with your health. No, that shit. Can it can cause me. other. It can cause other problems. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like my ear, you know, I couldn't hear it real good. All on my this left shit ear. is connected, yeah, bro. All, <laughs> all that shit connected. Yeah, so it's it's one of those things. Like you definitely gotta go get them checkups, y'all. Like for real. Yeah, get them checkups, man. Get them checkups. So I wanted to start off the show with an interesting question. Um, something I kind of seen. Do y'all feel it's an obligation to look out for your siblings? Hell yeah. Yeah, I mean, why? Why would you just want your siblings out here fucked up? Even if y'all on bad terms, I'm not gonna like. If I know my siblings or my brothers or sisters going through some shit, like I'm gonna reach out to them. I'm not just. I don't know, man. People, I, I think people just hate their family and they be asking questions. Like I've seen some people say, actually say, "No, like I don't fuck with my brother. I don't fuck with my sister. I don't fuck with them." I mean, I and I, I and I feel me personally, I feel that's kind of like crazy. You gotta figure that shit out. Now, man. moment of transparency. I'm gonna be honest on the pod. There was a time that I felt like I would have been like that with my sisters. Me and my brother right now, we're not talking like that right now. But if something was going on with him, I would like be there for mm. him. Like if he called me right now and be like, "Yo, I need blah blah blah," like I'm going to do what I can to help him. Like I think, I think like some years back, I I started to develop a mental. I'm gonna tell you how crazy this is though. I started to develop a mental of not fucking with my sisters and not doing things for them because of how they was acting. But naturally, my body wouldn't allow me to do it. So like even when we was like not they was doing they was on some bullshit when they needed something, even though I was saying I wouldn't do it, you still gotta do it. I still I still could not I, I still could not that's, watch that's, them. That's what comes with go. being an older sibling too though. Fact, and have, I said that on Twitter. I you said have, that. Uh, whether you like it or not, you have a certain set of responsibilities and obligations. You didn't sign up for it, but that's just part of your journey yeah. as an older sibling. Like I didn't it took like you like you right, like it took me a while to really understand that just uh you know because like you say like like i said like you don't you ain't asked to be an older so you ain't asked for responsibilities mm-hmm. but it's just that's part of that's part of your specific path so it, it took me a while to even like really get the full meaning of that but it's like you know it is what it is man i i think with me i think it was also a blessing in disguise because it helped me learn more about myself and how caring I actually am to those who I care, like who I love. So like when my sisters, it's like, even through all, and we talked about some of this off camera, even now, it's like, it's nothing they couldn't get from me. Nothing, regardless of what we going through. If we not talking, me and my sisters cannot talk for five years. If I know they going through something, they going to get it. 
that don't mean we still going to be, you know, right. on the best of terms. But I naturally, and I think that's a natural human being. being I, I think being, I could be wrong. Brother and sister supersedes all that other shit. I think it, I could be wrong, but I equate it to like a mother, a father, child, the mother and their child type thing. It's like regardless of what your child do, you won't be there for them. And that's how I look at my sisters. And it's like, because I know I have a certain, even have a conversation with my grandfather. He might not outwardly say it, but I know that he looks at me in a light that I carry a certain responsibility when he's no longer here. You see what I'm saying? Right. Same thing with my mom. So it's like, I bury it when it comes to my sisters. I bury it. Like anybody else, I'm not burying that. You see what I'm saying? Right. We going we to address this shit here. Now, I'm going to talk to them about it, but in the grand scheme, in the long run, with my sisters, it's like, bro, we family. Y'all blood. I mean, we're blood. And I'm going to be, I'm going to always be the bigger person. I've already accepted that with my sisters. So I always know, like, I'm going to charge whatever it is to the game with them. Because it's, we, we family at the end of the day. You see what I'm saying? And that's all we got. So regardless of anything, you want some bullshit, like, you know, you need me to come down to the to the jailhouse or whatever, or you strength, I, I'm going to go handle that. I don't care if we just, you just told me the worst shit in the world five seconds ago. Because naturally, I can't fight that feeling. And I don't understand how people can sit there and watch their siblings go through something because of something that, if God forbid something happens, it didn't matter. It didn't matter. In the grand scheme of things, None bro. of this shit matters, bro. That'd be my thing. A lot of this shit, bro, like... Shit that we subscribe to, bro, it don't matter in the grand scheme. Nah. It and, 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 and my sisters have said some of the craziest things right, to me. Right, But I still love them with all my heart at the end of the day. And I know it's because whatever they may be going through, something like that, it is what it is. Now, if somebody else would have talked crazy to me like that, we're going to have a conversation. <laughs> you say, And I probably might not fuck with you no more, but my sisters is different. Now, some people I've seen like, nah, bro, people have their breaking points. With me, I think I feel like naturally... Now, nothing like too, too crazy now. Nothing too crazy. But like as far as like how we engage, it's like, man, all right, man, whatever. I take that on the chin. You see what I'm saying? Like, but if I know it's a dire situation or they in need of something, nah, they got that shit, man. They That's got that fact. shit, bro. Yeah, but I think it's more so a pride, man. And we speak about that show. Um, pride and ego a lot on this show. But I think when it comes to siblings and beefing and not wanting to really be in that person's life or ha hold grudges and not able to work things out or have a conversation. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's pride and ego. I yeah. mean, your mom and daddy, like, there was at a time that you guys played together. Y'all were best friends at a time. Right. You know what I mean? You was a keeper. Your brother's keeper, sister's keeper, whatever. You get old now, you, you feeling yourself. Ego and pride. Mm -hmm. See what I'm saying? I'm, or oh, I don't. Your personalities might change. Y'all yeah. not meshing how like you. But that to. it still mm -hmm. it still don't even matter about that matter. because you can yeah. put that shit aside. Y'all blood. We blood. Yeah. You know, y'all blood, bro. So it's 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 one thing. Like me and me and my brothers, we don't beef at all. You know what I mean? We will, if there's a different disagreement or a certain. I just feel like knowing your family, you know how to come at somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like if you know this person's a hothead. It's a certain way you'll have to talk to that person. Facts. You see what I'm saying? And that ain't that ain't just something that happens. You knew this shit since y'all been kids. Since we were kids. You see what I'm saying? But as an adult, you still will have to be able to understand, like, okay, if I if I would come to you with a confront uh, confrontation, 
knowing that you're going to be the first one to flip, let you get that shit out. And then let me talk to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's certain ways, but then you might take that take that personally just because of how you're feeling that day. Right. And now y'all going at it, and now y'all got smoke, and now y'all don't talk two, three weeks. Weeks turn into months. Months turn into years. All over a, a, a disagreement, essentially. Mm-hmm. That easily could have just been talked out. Because it got the conversation got to happen. Oh, for sure. Yeah, the conversation got to happen for sure. And it's like, even even Drew is is good that you say that about knowing who has what Mm -hmm. because regardless, everybody's different. Facts. So I know one of my sisters. She has triggers probably more than anybody I know in my life. Mm -hmm. One of my sisters, she has like serious triggers. Mm -hmm. So I know I'm not gonna even say certain things to her. Because that's gonna derail the conversation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm gonna let her know in a certain way that she was on some bullshit, but I'm not gonna say it in a certain way. And I had these conversations with my mother. I had these conversations with my grand. I'd be like, "Hey, you know, she addressed that. Dick. Come at her different. Like, regard, bury that. Oh, but that, but don't matter. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like, you know how she is, and you know that she may be going." Like, bro, I'm not saying hold the hand, baby her, but I know with one of my sisters, I have to come at her in a certain way because if I say that one thing or two things or three things, it's just going to kill the whole conversation. Right. You see what I'm saying? So, and that just comes with learning and time and experience. But she's going to know that she's going to be, you're going to have to be accountable. It's just all about how you address it. Bro. Mm-hmm. It's all about how you just, and if you love somebody, those are the things that you do when you care about them. Because like you said, like, there was a time when me and my sisters was really beefing. And I'm not talking about, like, beefing in terms of sparring words or actions. Like, we wasn't talking. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? But as I got older, I had to be like, bro, like, I'm the oldest. God forbid something happened. In the grand scheme, you love your sisters. Mm-hmm. Nigga, put that shit to the side. And naturally, I put it to the side. Yeah, You get what I'm saying? So... When you say you and your brothers don't beef, that's a beautiful thing because a lot of people don't have that. Yeah. Like you have people who are really brothers and sisters and they beef. Like it's different between not talking. Like y'all don't talk, right? But it's different between not talking and beefing. Mm-hmm. That's a completely different dynamic. No facts. You know facts. what I'm saying? Because if me and my sisters don't talk, I don't want the end to feel like the there's no love there. Yeah. It's love. I might not be fucking with you at the moment. Yeah. But the love ain't never gonna waver. Yeah. But if y'all beefing, I feel like that's no fix it. Yeah. Fix and, that shit. And bro. honestly, you know, I've and when I say I I don't have smoke with my brothers or beef with my brothers because I've literally been the bridge for my brothers when they were mm-hmm. beefing. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like my oldest brother, he went to Howard. My middle brother went to Fam. So HBCU rivalry. You see what I'm saying? And then also, also they've been rivals all their lives, you know? So it was a lot of traumas that my oldest brother um, really continued to live with when my brother used to just kind of shame him in outdoor settings and shit like that. But he never addressed it back then. Mm-hmm. So he just grew up, and, you know, once he went off to school, it's like, dog, I don't got to talk to this nigga at all. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And that's that's real life how they was, they was for a few years until I was like, um, yeah, y'all gotta get this shit together. <laughs> you know, like I miss both of my brothers and being like we're we're all traveling individually in a around each other, like you going on vacation, I'm going on vacation. Why all of us ain't on yeah. vacation? You yeah. see what I'm saying? Like if you're able to get ta- time off, I'm I'm getting time off. 
But it's because, oh, you don't want to deal with my other brother. You see what I'm saying? I don't feel like this shit. I don't feel like this. And it's like, well, he's changed too. And y'all don't know this because y'all don't You're talk. Around it and y'all you see don't what I'm talk. saying? But sometimes so, it, it takes shit like that too. Sometimes it takes that time apart so people can grow in. Oh, for sure. But you so got to come back. You got to come back. Yeah, you got to come back. Thank God you was the, you know, the medium in that situation. Yeah. Though, yeah. So. yeah. And, I, and I think, you know, just somebody has to take that role. Yeah. Even in, in the family. You know what I mean? Your parents might not be able to do that. Like, mm-hmm. they might try to push, but it's still one of those things, like... And know, I think you, the person knows. 100%. You know, and I and, and I love my grandfather so much, and I think me and him had a conversation around Memorial Day, and he told me, and he never told it to me in this tone. He was like, always be the peacemaker. And he said it straight like that. Mm-hmm. Just always be the peacemaker. And when he told me that, I know he said it with a sense of like, because I could see it in his face that he's kind of always been like the peacemaker, but it's necessary. And I see a lot of people always, oh, I'm tired of being a peacemaker in my family. I'm tired of, but it's like, bro, like when you have somebody like your grandfather or your mother or your father or somebody older, your grandmother tell you that always be the peacemaker, they, they, they telling you that because they see something in you. And they look to you to be basically carry the baton type. Mm-hmm. So I know that ever since I was doing it before, but now it's like kind of like an official type thing. So like anything that I can do, it's like, hey, and I kind of like my, my ways of addressing it is kind of, I kind of insert humor with mine when it comes like even my mom, when she get upset with my sister, I might say something, she gets to laughing. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's all about how you mm-hmm. address her. Because I be like, man, y'all know that shit ain't that serious, right? Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Well, I was, y'all remember when, like, I do certain things to, like, kind of lighten it with also addressing it. But it's like, come on, y'all. Like, we, it, it don't got to be like that. But it's like, you have the moments when you realize, like, you know that you're going to have to have that coming the moment with your brother, your sister. Like, hey, bro, like, when you really think about it, it don't got to be like this. I'm not against you. I'm never your enemy. Let's always get that address. I'm never your enemy. I'm always going to be. So if I'm coming at you, I'm coming at you because I know you're capable of better. Yeah. You see know what I'm saying? Like, so you, I mean, you sit there and you ask, you ask yourself, like, how do you address it? Like, Mo, let me ask you this. Like, when you say you and your brother don't talk, how do you feel like for you going forward, you address those conversations with your brother? Um, I guess like from uh just from having this conversation because like I said like somebody gotta take the role and it's like I just feel like uh overall I've always taken that role. Do y'all but, think y'all disconnect? Let me just insert this. Do y'all think y'all disconnect is not something that's like detrimental? It could be. It's not something that's uh, dire, or do you feel like it's it's this it's, situation that happened was kind of serious to me, but I feel like it can be. Like with the, with, of course, with the with the conversation, it can it can be mended on my side at least, cause I I feel like I was wronged, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. like it's not like, it's not like uh he could be like uh, you know, blase blah. But I mean, if according to the conversation, if it's the if there's accountability that I need to take, then I'll take it. Mm-hmm. But you know, I just feel like uh the com this there's still conversations that need to be had though. I'm gonna tell you this, even as speaking from experience. I felt wrong by my sisters, mm-hmm. but I reached out. And I know sometimes we might not, when we wronged, we feel like, nah, 
Like, and I had this conversation with y'all in December. Right. Even with me feeling how I felt, I still reached out. I was the first one to reach out. Because in the grand, so like you said, us being older, us having responsibility, and she was able to have some accountability. And with also what she had going on. So, and like I said, I don't know what y'all got going right, on. I'm right. just saying, even if you feel wronged, I would, and I feel like you would too, I would be the one to reach out. I mean, I'm eventually am, but it's like... And I, and I know everybody got their... Yeah, they, they, yeah, yeah, they got their levels. Yeah. I know. And like I said, I don't... And I'm not going to ask you to deep dive or nothing into it, but I feel like with you being an older brother and I know how you move around, like, especially like how you are with your daughter and just how you are with us, like just being a friend, it might... You might have to have that moment where it's like, you know what? Even though I felt wrong, I'm going to have to reach out to him. You might have to extend the olive branch first, or he might extend it first. But if it gets to the point where too much time has passed, I would say extend that olive branch. No, I feel. I mean, I I know I know I'm eventually going to do it. It's just like you, mm-hmm. you know, people people do shit on their own time. Mm-hmm. It's just you know. Definitely, definitely, for sure, for sure. Yeah. But I definitely feel like the obligation aspect. Because a lot of people saw that word and they was automatically triggered like, no, nah, obligation, no, nah, no. Nah. And I feel like it's levels to it. Like, if I can do it, I can do it. As a as an older sibling, though, like, yeah. I feel like, uh, I feel like uh, in a lot of cases, like, older siblings aren't put on game until it's a little too late as far as what I'm speaking to in context. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are, there are a lot of unwritten rules and obligations that you're... Signed up for whether you like it or not, Facts. and it's just uh, there needs to be more conversation around that aspect because you know it's not that you don't love your old your younger siblings at all, nor do you not appreciate the role. It's just that in some aspects it can be like, damn, like I didn't ask for this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just a human thing sometimes. Like, like essentially, like you're responsible for somebody before you even have a child, your own child. Mm-hmm. So it's like. That could be sometimes in certain aspects that could be a lot for people sometimes. So, you know. It not, definitely can. So it not saying can. not a saying a lot of people aren't prepared. Not saying, yeah, a lot of people I mean, because at the end of the day, you're still a kid too sometimes. Facts. So it's like, you know, I just feel like there should be more uh more systems in that in that regard. Just just overall. I'm not saying it don't happen though, because even growing up, you know, my my pops would have conversations with me too. Like, I mean, he'd been telling me this, like, you know. I mean, whether you like it or not, like you still an older sibling. Like this is just what it is. Like yeah. I'm a huge my 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 old my old man was the oldest the oldest sibling. Like he had to do the same shit. So I mean, we do get that that assistance sometimes. But you know, when you by yourself and you got to do certain shit, it's still it's different. It's a different conversation. So mm-hmm. you know, definitely, definitely for sure. Because even when, even as a kid, and I look back at those moments, I was going back and forth with my mom about oh why you do me like this. It, I understand it now. I didn't like it then. Yeah. But I understand it though. That be that be the thing too. You know what I'm saying? That be that be amazing. And I part and of I buried it. I buried that that part of it because me and me and my mom we've we pretty much always had a great relationship. Typical kid mom shit. Like you know you have your moments when y'all gonna go back and forth. But mm-hmm. all in all though, I think most of my disagreements came with her because of the treatment of me versus them. But now I understand it, and you, I let that you, shit go. When you get older as a man, you you get it. You understand that you shit. You know what I'm saying? And I let that shit go because I understand the pressures on her is also being a single mother of three. You know what I'm saying? And so it's is She raised you to be a man, and she still yeah. got to raise them to be women at the mm-hmm. end of the day. And I see, like, 
That's on it the was, that's on the fly, yeah. like you know, like that's and, crazy. And with my mom versus me, it was tougher for her. Like she had way more problems with my sisters than she did me. You see what I'm saying? Not to say that she has favorites or anything. It's nothing like that. But she had more issues with them than she did me. Those are just the facts. You know, women just can't get along sometimes, <laughs> bro. And bro. that's and I used to always tell my mom like when my sister got older, I'm like. You know you got some stuff about you, and you know they got some stuff about them, and y'all just gonna butt heads sometimes. Mm -hmm. But y'all gonna have to bury that. Like when my mom, when I used to get in trouble, most of the time I get in trouble because I'm tripping in school. When my sisters, it was some extra shit. You see what I'm saying? Or the way they talk to each other. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? I was never the one to talk crazy to my mom. You see what I'm saying? Right. My mom and my sisters and had some back and forth. So I was like, all right, man. Like y'all do realize, like y'all a mother daughter. Right now, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's like, and, and and naturally, everybody goes through their ups and, ups and downs. But I think when you get to that certain level of just maturity, and like Drew said at the at the top of this, the pride, put the shit to the side. Man. Facts. <laughs> put that shit to the side. Because in the long run, it don't fucking matter. And at the end of the day, everybody wants what's best for everybody. The arguing in between, everybody got a different method of getting to where... And the accountability aspect. And I told my sister, I'm like, if you don't have accountability, you don't have anything. Yeah. Period. If you can't be accountable for your actions, you're never going to be on anybody's good graces. And you're only going to make it worse for yourself. You see what I'm saying? So you just got to think about that, man. And but also, you got to also, you know, really think. And, and within yourself, have to ask this question. If this person dies today, will I be okay? Facts. Because knowing that you could have had a conversation, you could have buried the hatchet, you could have really, you know, been on good terms, and not even just say good terms, you buried the hatchet. You buried the hatchet. You know what exactly. I mean? Whatever that looks like outside of that, just know that you was able to express yourself as a person or a man or a woman, and they was able to do the same, and you guys were able to come on a, onto a common ground for something. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've... In a blink of an eye, luckily, you know, I, I give thanks that me and my homeboy was able to hash some shit out before, what, three years ago, April, when uh, a cop did a legal U-turn, hit him head on, and I both the cop, yeah, told us about that. cop yeah. and him both are dead. You see what I'm saying? And this is a, some, like, we missed a whole year of each other's, you know, without being in each other's lives and stuff, and, you know, on, on some pride shit. Right. Pride, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And luckily, when I saw the nigga, cause I was like, and I told him, like, all the, man, y'all, all the homeboys was like, yo, you need to kill that, kill that. I was like, it's it's not me, you know, it wasn't a me problem. But I said, but when I see him, I would love to have a conversation, mm -hmm. and it's going to go either two ways: we're going to bury the hatchet, or we're going to bam. Either way, it don't matter to me. Mm -hmm. But it was love, you know what I mean? Love, I yeah. came with, hey man, what's up? Let's talk about it. And he, you know, he expressed himself. I expressed myself. We dapped, we hugged, and it was love. We drunk some Hennessy after that shit. A few months later, my dog gone. You know, I don't wish that shit on nobody, right? Because I know what that that what I would feel if I wasn't able to, you know, bury that hatchet with him. You know, mm -hmm. that would that would eat me up, yeah. and I know that's eating a lot of people in this world up. So let the pride go, let the ego go. Sometimes you got to be the one to take that first step, mm -hmm. and there's nothing wrong with that. They don't make you no hoe. It just makes you a person that you you want a clear conscience always. I feel, 
I feel like I think everybody will want, will want that. Facts. But shit happens fast. People shit go do happen fast. People go like that. And I mean to think you driving home, you got two girl uh two kids at home, you try to get to your baby mama, and the police does some fluky shit and you gone. Like that. Just like that. And God God works in mysterious ways. One hundred percent, man. You know, RP to my dog Khan. Like I looked at him as a big brother. He passed away in twenty sixteen. And he had been going through some health problems prior to him passing. But I think God put me and him in a setting four, four or five days before he got into his car accident. And I had to go down to Roper St. Francis downtown because he had texted the group. He was like, yo, he was being like kind of dramatic. It's like, yo, I don't know. This is so I go down there and talk to him like he had an infection because he was on dialysis. And we might have sat in the parking lot. I got there because I get off at 1130. We might have sat in the parking lot until about three in the morning just talking. And the main thing we talked about was mainly like his kids. That was the main thing we was talking about, like his love for his kids, how he was trying to set things up. And I was talking to him like, bro, like you be or exerting yourself, but you be trying to act like Superman, dog. Like, if you need help, need, like, you know, tell us. Like, nah, I got it, dog. And the, one of the things that stood out to me, I told him, was like, bro, the only thing I pray for is I tell God, I was like, bro, like, whatever it is I'm going through, just keep that on me. Don't let it affect my kids. And that was the last conversation me and him had before he got in his car accident and he passed away seven days later. That was the last. And then when I saw him in the hospital, he couldn't talk. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, he was in the hospital for at least six, seven days before they finally decided to take him off life support and he passed away. But that was the last conversation me and him had. And I always appreciate that moment because we could not have had that setting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But we legit talked for like three, four hours. And that was the last conversation me and him had. And I always appreciate that. Fortunately, I wasn't able to have that conversation with Kwame though. You know what I'm saying? But I did talk to him that Wednesday because it was his birthday. And I was, and I was able to tell him at least happy birthday. But that Saturday, and I remember because that's that was a Conor McGregor and Floyd fight. Yeah. When I got that text, I was like, nah, that nigga, nah, hell no. Nah. I just talked to him. I just talked to him a few days ago. And this man drowned on a Saturday. Like, gone, just like that. I just talked to this man. His birthday was just on Wednesday. That shit was crazy. But I know that me and him wasn't on bad terms. But them ones that be gone and you on bad terms, that shit eat people up, bro. That's why in the grand scheme, like Drew said... Figure it out. Figure it out, bro. Especially if y'all got years on years. Years and y'all y'all actually been through something. Like if it's like over something dumb, it could be anything. Y'all know the dumb shit. Like I really said, in the grand scheme, none of this shit means nothing, man. No, figure that no. shit out, man. Yeah, figure it out. But I definitely hear y'all, man. Um, me and brother will get that shit figured out, man. It's just you know, uh, I'll say personally, bro, I've been on some shit where, like, it was me and you talk about this shit. Like, I've been, mm-hmm. I've been, I've, I've been so focused on, like, my own peace and trying to, like, you know, figure out shit on my own. Like, like I have dealt with my own anxiety issues. So, I've been on some shit where it's like, if it's something I know is going to trigger my stress, you don't I, let it, deal with I, let, I let it be what it is. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not trying to, you know, I'm so focused on trying to be peaceful that I'm not trying to veer off of that. So, it's like, if it's something that's gonna even remotely disrupt my peace, or like you know getting away, cause a hurdle on that journey, I veer away from it. So it's like I just that's like my coping mechanism. But you know certain certain things you just can't you can't stray away from. So no, I I agree with you more because I do it now. 
But I do it with certain people though. Right, right. But it's like you with know, you my can't, family, you I can't. Yeah, do it. you can't do it with your family. I can't right? do it. So Others like, is like no, because like dog, peace is important. Stress, stress will fuck man, you up. Now, for men, for men in general, stress is one of the main things that kills Facts. us. That's one of the main things that ages us. That's mm-hmm. one of the main things that takes takes our youth from us. That's Facts. one of the main things that affects our whole mental compartmental like drive, like. So like you know me me getting older and understanding that like I've been really trying to be really precious with that type of shit. So if it's anything that you know compromises that, I you know I let it be what it is. Like mm-hmm. so. But when it comes to your family, man, you gotta address that. Yeah, you gotta address it because, like you said, God forbid something happen, you don't want to be left on some bad terms, man. But yeah, that was I felt like that was a. Uh, a question I felt like that needed to be asked because a lot of people don't feel like... And if you are one of the people who don't feel like you have an obligation, ask yourself that question. Ask yourself, if that person was to pass away, would you be okay? And some people, hey... Hey, that's it, you got to live with that. So. You, you live with that. That's cool. I I can't answer for that. And those who are questionable, if you want the fence, then I know you feel like you wouldn't be okay. And you need to fix that shit. So we'll leave off on that. So uh, we had the VMAs happen this week. Um... Y'all had a chance to catch that? I saw a little bit of it on Twitter. I saw a little bit of it. I didn't watch it in full. Um, looked like they had some good performances. I didn't really tap in. Um, looked like Doja Cat had a good performance. Nikki had a good performance. I heard Diddy had somewhat of a good performance. Overall, like production-wise, it didn't really look uh, too, too uh, how you say it, well yeah. put together. Like It looked kind of, I don't know, man. It was kind of, I don't know. Just here, damn. Yeah, that's like, how I look. The VMAs, nigga. I, I, I got that vibe with the Diddy shit. It's like niggas, like bro, like you got to stop getting your son to play mates on these records, man. Nobody from Bad Boy performed with him. That's what I heard, but I didn't really look to see in depth. From what I seen, like it was because he played feel so good and Mace and, and C three came out. Yeah, his son. His son was <laughs> rapping some of the verses. Like, and I was so, like, what is this? Yeah, like nah. You need hey, to get man. some of the artists for something, and it's a fiftieth. You get what I'm saying? You got to do the shit right. You gotta do the shit right. Nigga bro. trying to get us on the NIL. <laughs> <laughs> a NIL is crazy. And the music industry is crazy. That's wild. That's, That's wild. wild. That's wild, bro. Nah, but I, the only thing I saw from it was how people had a problem for Sukiana being Sukiana. And it's like, why? Well, you know what you're gonna get when you invite her because she's her authentic self. 90% of the time, 100% of the time that I've seen her. I, I understand both I sides. I didn't know she was VMA worthy. I was being real. Like, I, I, what, unders, I understand both sides, but I'm leaning more towards Drew on this one. It's like, you know who she is. Yeah. I'm more on the side of, I didn't know she had anything worthy of VMAs. What did she put out that was VMA worthy? I mean, but you know, we starting to tap more into the social media aspect of them oh, being okay. a thing. Social media influencer has so, to be. Yeah, yeah they're going to have to be at some of these award shows. I mean, oh, we yeah. got Desi Banks in yeah. locker rooms for Deion Sanders. I get that more, though, because he connect with them kids. What does Sukiana do on a musical? Like, what video she got that you go, oh, I can see her getting a VMA. But I mean, if you're saying she's social media, then. She like, got a record, don't she? <laughs> does what's she have real, a music record? I'm, the, I, I'm generally asking, I don't know. Does she have a music record? I mean, I'm, sure, I'm pretty sure she does, but it's like, what do we. When when <laughs> like I think she do I could be no, wrong. She no, she definitely she does. Music she definitely out here. does. Oh, okay, but okay. If you, if you want to call it music, 
it's, it's my thing is what how does it equate to getting the VMA for her? I think the VMA is becoming more of a visual thing. When I say visual, it's more of who's there who's versus there. Yeah, I get versus it. the uh the, the art, the yeah. art itself. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of that's kind of troubling as far as if you tell me that's what the VMAs came <laughs> to now. I'm gonna be real with you because the VMAs we held that to a certain regard. So if that's what it is now. I mean, it's not. I think the VMA took pride in the performances. That's what I'm there, saying. Yeah, the production overall. Like, I mean, we had Eminem starting out outside the infamous a, performance with a hundred Slim Shadies. You know, what I'm saying Kanye West when he performed "Runaway," iconic moment. You know, what I'm saying we like, had we we gave P Diddy basically a Vanguard Award, and nobody was out somebody there. Somebody gotta him. be out there with him, but that's probably his fault. Oh yeah, that's definitely his fault. That's probably his fault. He gonna have to fix it. We're gonna talk about that later, but <laughs> I, I I just wanted to see if y'all had because it was a circus, of course, surrounding the VMAs with the whole offset and you know, Nicki Minaj and this I'm whole party. So so that's basically a spill out from the VMAs. Yeah. All right, so what what exactly happened to where Apparently there was some DM some conversations had in the DM about offset feeling he was talking shit about Cardi. Off the heels of we all know the foundation. Offset, Offset felt that Kenneth was talking about Cardi? Basically. Okay. Inserting himself in women beef. Okay. We all know what the women beef is. Yeah. We all know the foundation. Without a doubt. So now just basically take them to and insert it in it. All right. So So that's what transpired from all of this. At what point do the men be like, bro, like we supposed to be above this type of shit? That's bro. basically from what I've seen in the DMs. That's what Offset's starting point was. Like, bro, you inserting yourself in. Yeah, women and, beef. And, yeah, and yeah, women yeah. Women beef. You see what I'm saying? Like. We all know Offset, and here's my thing. Offset, he's going to go up for Cardi. As he's supposed to. Kenneth, he's going to go up for Nikki. Right. You some I just feel like as men, them two shouldn't be at odds because well, at the end of the exactly. day. Exactly. Now, hold on now. I'm on Offset's side on this because my whole thing is this, bro. It's like at the end of the day, even if because... Of course, the conversation is surrounding Nikki and her raps and who she was, quote unquote, Who's addressing, addressing mm-hmm. in her raps. Now, I'm going to say this. Rap has somewhat always been a competitive thing mm-hmm. when it comes to, oh, you, y'all look at the da, 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 da. But we all know when it comes to Nikki, the temperature, every time she says something as regards the, the rapping bars. Right. Everybody's always going to equate it to Cardi. That's just where we're at. That's that's her biggest fault. Yeah, yeah. Now, with me, I charge it to... She's talking to all y'all. She's been talking to all y'all. She's been talking to all y'all because I that's how she carries. That's how she carries. That's how it's always been with Nicki Minaj. Now, also with Nicki, I got to call a spade a spade. Nicki has also been somewhat at blame for her, how can I say, beefs or disdain with other female rappers because she feel like she doesn't get her just due. Mm-hmm. Nikki has always gotten her flowers, her respect, her just due. I do feel like, and I could be wrong, I don't know if we was ever had the conversation, I'm open to having the conversation. I do feel like at times Nikki feel like these female rappers need to kiss her ass and they're not going to do that. I definitely agree with that and that's kind of crazy that she has that that stance because... If I'm not wrong, she's the most decorated female rapper of all time. I think she's the GOAT. And she's been recognized as such in, in a lot so of conversations. For, so I don't know what type of insecurity she got about herself to where she feel a way about these young girls. I, I think with Nikki, and I could be wrong, like I said, I could be wrong I'm outside looking in. I think with so much back and forth she's had with the industry and the shots she's taking at the industry, if she even peeps that you align with that, she jumping out the gate. 
she jumping out the window. That's done her. That's done her a lot of disservice. And that's what I'm saying. Like, and I understand Nikki. I've had some adjustable gripes with the industry. Right. She has been shaded. She has been let out of certain things. I understand it 100. I will not take that from her. But as far as the dynamic between her and other women, I said this multiple times. I want to hear Nikki and Cardi on a record. I want to see y'all on the stage embracing each other. I want to see Meg The Stallion with Nicki Minaj. I want to see Lotto with Nicki Minaj. Do you think you uh, see what I'm saying? Like I want to see that. Do you think these these insecurities she got? Do you think do you think it uh, kind of tarnishes her legacy? As far as not 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 her decorations, her resume, but just overall her uh her impact because she has a her impact crazy, but to a certain regard, it's like yeah. You a lot a lot of these girls came after you, but they don't fuck with you because how you how you act towards them. I think with Nikki, it's I wouldn't say it's an insecurity. I would think that I think she's let I think she's been she's still carrying on some of how she's been shaded to this day. And I don't think she looks at what she's done. In totality. In totality. And I, she I, lets I it that. and she lets it spoil over into when you have those, how can you say those negative energies between them? So you now, think, she, no, go ahead. now I think with with Nikki, her being where she's at, bury that shit, bury it. Now some of it, if she feel like it's not on me, one hundred percent understandable. But I feel like for where she's at, I would want her to be the one to be like extend the olive branch. But we dealing with Nicki Minaj at the end of the day. I don't think that's gonna happen. And I think with the punches, the punches that she felt like she's taking throughout her career, she might be at her wit's end with the whole shit. Nah, fuck that. I'm not doing this. Not doing that. Because like, I mean, realistically, what she's forty now. Nicki is forty. She'll be forty one December. And it's like you know, how long? How realistically, how long do you see her even like being active musically? Like, like longer. Another, Longer. You think you think she's gonna keep? I it think going? she loves rap that much. I think she might be about to take it in to focus on the family. No, nah, no, nah, not with this Pink Friday two coming out. I think this after might, this she might, but I, 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 that's what I'm saying. I think after this run right here, she might she might reel it back some. Here's my thing. I don't think Nikki has no serious beef with nobody except serious beef outside of Cardi. I Everything think that's else the is one. Just petty shit. I, all that other shit is petty. But I feel like the way she's carrying, she's in such a, she's in such defense mode due to the Cardi situation. She's going to handle everything on the same level. That's how I feel too. Because it's like, because if if she even get like even <laughs> you remember on the Y when Omar told uh when he told Project he's like if I even get a whiff of you doing yeah. something fa- I think that's how she carry it so if she even peep any type of shit she might not address it but you can see through action how she you gonna can move see it. You because can see she it. she you see it she embraces Ice Spice yeah I'm saying she's selective with who she and, who she embraces and that's what I'm saying Nikki has not I'll never say Nikki has an embrace of female rappers I'll be telling a lie what she 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 was cool with with Meg and then they kind of went astray she was cool but see we don't know no information about that with Cardi we pretty much know all that shit that Wait, shit so got ugly I quick. thought I thought they kind of went astray after how to uh I could be wrong I wasn't something didn't something go left after the hot girl summer song could be I'm not too sure all right, was she cool with Lotto ever? Or was that just like some? I never know. They even had no back and forth. So I don't know. I'm trying to think of all who's all like she's. You know, of course the Remy shit as well. 
Um, I mean, because you got to think, even with that, JT got inserted in that. So you remember that? No, JT, that's what I'm saying. Like it was kind of who who was on. Remy was under Cardi, and then JT was under Nicki, and then they had their back and forth. And then JT, then JT and Nicki just fall out or something? Or no? I don't think they, they fell still, out. No, JT fell out cool. with Cardi. JT fell out with Cardi. Yeah. And that's the thing. When you get to picking sides on this Nicki and it Cardi started shit, getting nasty. it started getting nasty. When in the grand scheme, both of y'all are great in this field. Now, I have my own opinions about the rapping aspect in terms of Cardi and Nicki, but that aside, them two, when you talk about women rap, it's them two. So when you when you when you start to get the pick inside, that's when it get nasty. We don't need to have that feud. I think, but I think this, with Nikki and Cardi though, that's just what it's gonna be. I think none of this happens if both of them were physically on set at the motorsport video. If they that, were that, 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 if that, they were there uh, and had a conversation face to face, bro, I feel like we're never here right I now. I think that really sparked the miscommunication between them two. Because that drove that drove such drove a wedge. A serious wedge. That drove it such did. a wedge between them. And and I'm gonna shoot. I'm gonna be honest, and I promise you, this is not me being biased. I really don't believe Nikki was not there because she wasn't fucking with Cardi. When I look at her reasoning, I could be. I believe her when she says she has some shit going on to where she couldn't be there. But the bars, though, it's like. She's been Cardi had an issue with them bars, but she been rapping she like been that. Rapping you see like what I'm saying? She been rapping, and like I don't that. think it was a shot at her. Now everything else that's in between them two, I don't know. I only know what's been presented. Because that to spilled me. into some street shit. It all. did. You see what I'm saying? So it's like when I hear Cardi say, "Oh, QB, the QB and Lombardi," and I feel like, bro, like I could be wrong, but Nicki always been rapping like she's that. Been kind of like <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Style, yeah. But when you do that and she's not there, I can understand on Cardi's side. Oh, this bitch don't fuck with me, and she feel like I'm supposed to give her, you well, know, kiss basically her ass. kiss her, her ass, ass at the same time. You see what I'm saying? But yeah. when Nicki, she's saying like, "Nah, bro, like, no, it's not." I'll, and then when Nicki said, "I always felt like Cardi didn't give me my props, my files, and da da da." But if you was an up and coming rapper from 2010, you were influenced by you Nicki was influenced Minaj. by Nicki Minaj. It's no way around it. So even if they don't say it, it's like Nikki, you kind of gotta know, like, bro, they see you. Your DNA there. Your DNA is there. So I think in both sides, objectively speaking on this, both sides, I understand they're at where they're at right now. I just don't like it. Right. And everything that's spilling out behind it is corny. Like it's, it's no corny. Reason, it's no reason for Kenneth Petty to be outside that hotel, bro. Nikki as a star, she's not gonna do it because that's her husband, and that's how she, that's how he's been giving it up. So I charge it to the game. I would like for her to have a have a conversation with him about it, but she's not going to do that because I don't. Cardi even, I think I think the conversation's already been had. I think she's the one that's put the battery in his back. I can believe that because it's gloves off at it's this gloves, point. It's gloves off, like it's gloves off. It's gloves off between Cardi and Nikki, and whoever whoever side you on is gloves that's off. Where you, that's where you at? Because you even got like the even the person now. I don't know them by names. Like you know, they be going back and forth with their camps. Yeah. It done trickled down now. That's where we at. It's with a this, war. It's, it's a war. war. It's a you real see? war right but now. But it's, it's it, to me, it's stupid. It's dumb as hell. I honestly can't pay. Why the fuck are you on the on the block? Like, what type of energy are you even presenting, bro? Like, that shit's stupid. Y'all niggas not gonna dumb, do nothing man. for real. And if you do, if you do do something, now you are gonna find yourself in a situation where you locked up again, again. Like y'all got kids. All y'all got kids. That's why I wasn't mad at Offset video. No, this man hopping off the PJ. He he going time. to holla at Dion and shit. He no, not worried about that nigga, shit. That's he was stupid. just he was with, just with Kai Cement the night the night before mm-hmm. playing video games on the stream. 
Like niggas having fun Enjoying life And then You know And I, I saw a tweet That was funny too It was like man This this is why being a black man hard Offset was just playing video games A whole stream Just enjoying himself Not even trying to be on no gangster shit And now he gotta Revert right back to being a thug ass nigga in, in less than 12 hours This shit is rough out here But mm. still though Like I mean like Overall man I feel even them two should have a conversation, man. Like, maybe they should insert themselves on some shit. Like, man, like. Mo, I think that shit cooked. That shit cooked too? That Cardi and Nikki shit is cooked. I think it's cooked. It's too far gone. And, and I don't like how in media, if you talk about one, that don't mean I'm against you. Right. You see what I'm saying? So, like, Cardi and Joe kind of had, like, a, a misunderstanding in terms of what Joe had going on with Tasha K. <laughs> So Joe had invited Tasha K. I think they did do an interview. He just didn't release it yet. Mm-hmm. So she had a sound bite, a, a clip. Matter of fact, I'll play, I'll play that shit if I can find it. I so think Cardi basically feeling like she was he was wrong for having him having her on 100%. the 100 percent Nah, that's not that's not a... Nah, I can't say that. Because Joe's Joe's always giving Cardi her props. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see if I can find that shit. Because I I and I think somewhat with Cardi on that one. It was somewhat of an entitlement type thing, man. I think that was because it's like, bro, at the at the end of the day, and I always say this: you miss a nine hundred times, I prop you up. Yeah, but I do one thing you disagree with. That's the comments. That's the comment section. You see, what I'm saying everybody it's, in the comments leaving you hearts, and then you see a nigga, man, fuck this, and now you harp on that one, that one negative comment, but you got two thousand positive comments. Yeah, let me play this. I, I got it right here. Like something, don't say it. You either got to be on board 
support this is fire, I love it, champion it, or just shut up. And I don't think that's I don't think that's right. Well, that's where me the media people get chips on their shoulders. Uh, mm. For me, it's if I didn't hear nothing from none of y'all the nine million times that I bigged you up, I definitely don't want to hear nothing from you that one time I didn't. That's a fact. I'm not nobody's voice box. I'm not on nobody's payroll. I don't work for nobody. I'm my own man and my own opinions, and I stand in these shits. So, yeah, I don't want to hear that shit. That's a fact. Now, I can understand Cardi in terms of the whole Tasha K thing because of the temperature around that. What we know Tasha K for, the Cardi B shit. Mm-hmm. So if you if you have a prominent platform like Joe's and you have her on there, I would assume if I'm Cardi B, there's some shade in there. And then I would assume as you having her on there, you might not fuck with me. I'm just speaking from her vantage point. But on Joe's side, I definitely feel him, bro. Because it's like, bro, like I'm not tied to nobody. And I didn't put it out when you dropped your record. Now that would have been if Joe would have did that, that's, that's, I would that's that would have been nasty. That's extra strategical, right there. Yeah, that's extra because like, you know what you're doing. You know what you're doing. You know what you're doing. And I think a lot of this shit can just be a conversation can be had. But I think just in terms of Cardi and Nikki though, it's is is cooked. But I don't want it to spill like this into the media. Because if I have a, if if we have a, if we have a Nikki sit down, that don't mean I'm against Cardi. If I have a Cardi sit down, that don't mean I'm against Nikki. But people shouldn't have to walk on eggshells because of them two. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's 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 that's, that's not that's not fair. That's not fair to you know people who just want to cover both sides genuinely from a genuine aspect. Just, and then just, for just me, to, I don't even want to address that. I want to talk about the music, to, what you got going on. That too. But even if you were addressing it, mm-hmm. if you're just being a medium to let use your platform to let people get their shit off, and you're not showing no bias. Facts. That's not that's that's unfair to that person that's just trying to be a medium not only to the to to that side but to your side as well. You can't have it both ways. No. You can't have a nigga bring you on their platform so you can talk shit about somebody, but then when they bring the other person on to to come after you to come after the shit that you said, you have a problem with it. No, that's not that's not how this shit work. That's just not how it works. No, I feel you. I feel you. So I mean I don't know what other app. <sighs> Hate to say, but I feel like this ain't gonna be the last chapter of this shit. It's not. It's not. Especially when he dropped the interview. <laughs> she doing some weird shit though. You seen that shit where she like painted herself as Cardi, dressed up as Cardi, and she was like talking in her tone and shit. You seen that? I didn't see that, but that sounds weird because Tasha K is a dark skinned woman. So for her to basically damn and you it, owe her money. What are you doing? Yeah, this is that's crazy. Like she need to go you ahead. You want a payment plan? Get that shit together, cause I don't know. That's just weird. Man, that shit weird. I hope I hope that shit. I hope that shit gets cleared up, man. Honestly, um, like I said, I didn't see too much of the VMAs, but you know everything was surrounding that. And Offset and Kenneth. Honestly, I ain't really got no issue with Offset in this situation. To be, I got more beef with Kenneth. Like my, my nigga, like you on the corner. You talking about you gonna do this and do that, my nigga? Cut it out. Stop it, man. Cut it out. Stop. Stop. Like, have a grown man conversation if you want to holler at that man. Don't post nothing on social media, even if somebody my whip thing out is, a camera. Y'all, y'all was y'all was already DM each other. I'd have been like, bro, shoot me your number. Y'all in the same state. Shoot me your number. Shoot me your number. We can talk, and we need to talk in person. We'll meet. I don't. I don't get this whole celebrity like lifestyle shit where niggas is DMing each other. Y'all deeming each other. Y'all get past getting a personal contact at that point, and now y'all are 
basically playing location tag at this point. Location shit, tag is crazy. This shit weird. <laughs> this shit is weird because I'm the type of nigga. If we tag. got some, if we got some any type of miscommunication in the DM, I'm like, yo, here's my number. Hit me up. Facts. Fuck all this. We gonna talk fuck about all that it. Other shit, bro. Like, we what, what are we doing right now, bro? Any gripes I have with niggas, we go in the DM first. I will if give you need, my number. If we need to speak, we're going to speak. We're like, going to speak. It's not about to be all this other shit, brother. Nah, that shit uh, weird to me, Don't bro. put on like, a show for the people. Yeah, like, I'm not I'm not, I'm not. not here to entertain. Our wives entertain these people. I'm not here to entertain mm-hmm. y'all. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's not about me. I'm taking the attention off them and putting it on me. And even with them, it's like, man, we dead that. You know what I'm saying? Like, dead that shit, bro. Dead that. That's so, a fact. Um, Aubrey O'Day from Danny D. Kane. Has some words to speak about Diddy giving back to publishing. As you know, if you listen to last week's show, we spoke about it. We gave our opinions on it. And after the show, when did this drop? Monday? That was uh, Wednesday, Tuesday. Well, the date on the 15th. So what was the 15th? Wednesday? Thursday? 15th was two days ago. That was Thursday. Yeah, so let me play this clip from RBO Day. Uh, talks. Diddy cutting deals for artists to sign NDAs and deal cuts to own rights to their music. The deal that we were offered, and when I say we, not every artist got it. Like, day 26 did not get it. But um, this is what it is. You can have your rights back um, to your music after Puff went under and somebody else bought our catalog. So this is long after we have two double platinum albums, $14, $15 an album from two million albums is, what is the math on that, $48 million? Yes. I'm a mathematician. So, so $48 million somebody made on me. Yeah. I did not make anything. When I said I did Christine Aguilera for free, I didn't do Christine Aguilera for free, but the record label recouped it all. We were in debt at the end of that tour. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. So so I worked for free for the first six, seven years of my career, basically. And also MTV was not paying us. And this is another part that I have that I feel some kind of way about. Because MTV since then, in these, these recent years, has brought back every big cult show, meaning it had millions of followers, and it was at least six seasons, right? Yeah. Making the Band is one of those. They brought back Real World. They brought back Jersey Shore. They brought back Laguna Beach. Making the Band is the only one that they did not bring back. And Making the Band is the only cult MTV show that made that network, one of them, that they have never played in one rerun. Not one rerun. So I'd like to know why. And if it has something to do with Diddy, then again, what I'm wondering is when we're not being, when the deal is, when this benevolent man who's now had a change of heart and has decided to pay us as talent and also as pub as writers were credited um in it with publishing um so basically we only get the amounts due since sony bought our catalog okay. so streaming for the past couple years it's about 800 900 dollars some in the hundreds okay and in order to get that i have to release uh, yeah, so that was that was it goes on. I'm not gonna play the rest of it, but you got the gist of that in that clip. So, um, that's nasty. There's no way around that shit. <laughs> that's nasty. You can't you can't get people back their rights and then make them sign NDAs 
Like you have to allow people to share their experiences. Period. So that tells me that you are hiding something if you want her to sign an NDA and you're not allowing her to share her experiences. Now, that working for six years shit is crazy. The money already been made. I said this before. The money been made. So we, we've, we've already discussed how the streaming shit work as well. Because actually, because even Diddy said this on his Breakfast Club interview. Because I remember when the news Oh, you had, you had watched it? When the news uh, broke, uh, like, what was that, a week and a half ago when Mark Curry first talking mm-hmm. about it. I remember um, I remember seeing Styles P, he put out something, he was like, we had our shit back since 2021. So I guess this just is new news for everybody else. Yeah, so like, wh- why didn't we hear about this two years ago, though? I remember hearing about it two years ago. I don't know why it's a big thing now. I don't know why it's a Cause thing Because he now. said it, Mark said it, and now you're saying Styles said it. Because Diddy said it on the interview, I was caught off guard. He was like, uh, well, this actually been happening, but we didn't hear about it two years ago. If I'm not mistaken, they, the Lost got this shit back like around the time the Versus shit happened. If I'm not mistaken. Shit, the Versus is 2021? Yeah. Oh, so the timeline lines up then. Because he, he, Style said, we've been, this no, this must be a slow news day because we had us since 2021. What did he say about it? He just was like, that's all he going to say about it. That's all he. That's Did he, he say it like with a? It was it was like a like an Instagram like. No, I'm talking like, about his body language when he said it. No, he. That's what I'm saying. It was like a like a, like oh, a note. Like it wasn't oh, okay, him like physically okay. saying it. So. You but know, you could assume that, like I said, because last week I was just speaking to both sides, but you were right, based off what I'm hearing with Aubrey O'Day now. Like that's nasty. So I mean, you got to carry everybody the same. You got to um, carry everybody the same. You can't give her. I don't know if anybody anybody else got NDAs. If they do come out and say them, that's that's. I feel like with we, if they do, we will hear about it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Dudes, yeah, they, yeah, that's crazy. But I feel like even with with Aubrey and Diddy, from me watching the show as a kid up until now, I know that they've always had a disdain for each other. But that aside, my nigga, you might as well have kept that shit. I can't. I can't. Especially when you talk about being on this love era, I can't give some regardless of what bad business deal we had. I'm not gonna tell you here you're publishing back, but don't speak on don't speak, don't speak on, on this shit. No, 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 no. You're taking away people's and then ability to I'm speak looking at who you say not to speak against. You don't want me to speak against not only me, but you don't what you don't you can't say I can't say nothing about your mom, the two record labels that are involved. Yeah, with bad the deal. boy. Yeah, that's crazy. Because even Mark Curry said this. I don't think people caught this. It's he got an NDA too. No, I'm I'm just kind of connecting with oh, Audrey okay. and Mark Curry said. Cause even Mark was saying when, when publishing checks would go out back then, mm-hmm. that they went to P Diddy's mom first. Does she have a business contract? I don't know. Cause he his the way he said he structured his he was getting his direct, but he remember having conversations with certain artists and they was like, yo, we got to go to P Diddy mom to get our check, and he was like, why y'all doing that? So to hear her saying. That in the NDA we can't talk about the mom no more. It's kind of it's kind of interesting to me. Like why? What? What? What was her role in all this as well? If she has some business ties, now if this is on some, I'm gonna drop my nuts on you. That's some bullshit. If she has something in writing that they have to go to her for their money, cool. But why wouldn't you want them to speak? That's my biggest thing. Why they can't speak? Why what are they you can't, hiding? Why they can't talk about this? Because shit? of regardless of anything, you can't take away people's ability to share their experiences. That's that's crazy. That's fucked up. So Aubrey, I remember um, in that interview, Aubrey did say that 
two of the group members did sign a deal. I don't know if they turned their contracts back in, but they I don't know if she said they signed it or they were going to pursue signing it. But she said she advised them not to take the deal because she clearly can get the money somewhere else. So I don't know. I guess we got to see what, what else comes from that. And tying that into, you know, did he have this lifetime achievement award and nobody being, not even Faith Evans was up there with him. So that was kind of crazy to me. He got the keys to the city Friday. And you celebrate this by yourself. I don't know, man. That's nasty. Because I, 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 re- I don't want to know, but there's something there between them two because Dawn is still working with him. Don's still working with him. And so, I don't know, maybe because it's the Dirty Money ties, because she was in Danny D. Kane. If you don't know, yeah, Don yeah. Don was in Danny D. Kane and Dirty Money, but she's on Diddy's new album. So I'm like, what 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 happened between them two? Maybe he maybe he picked one artist to do right by within that situation. That's which wrong, is, though. That's wrong. That's wrong, though. Because like you said, Don, Don Williams was what? That, since what? They, Danny Kane came out? That was like 04? Oh, no, Danny Kane came out 07. 07? Like like 06, 06, 07? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, I mean, even that's still a long time. Yeah, that's a long time. But don't pick favorites because you did Dirty Money with this one artist. You see what I'm saying? You didn't give Dawn an NDA. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, don't do that, bro. That's nasty. That's nasty. So, I can't get with you on that one, bro. Like, mm. And even still, it's like, I didn't even know that you could do shit like that. It's my publishing rights that you're that's giving cr- that's me. That's crazy. But, but you're you, gonna slap an NDA. You, you're on giving it. me my property back with conditions. Yeah, no, 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 no. That's that's wild. <laughs> that's nasty. That's, that's really crazy. That's, nasty. that's really crazy. Because I don't feel like uh, anybody. You, I don't think uh, you you should silence an artist on their experiences. They should be able to talk about that. That's a part of their story. That's part of their journey as an artist. Exactly. Yeah. The good nah, and the you bad. Can't, you can't get mad if that make you look a certain way, no matter where you at in life at the time. Because at the end of the day, y'all both still benefit from each other in the in the long run. Whether you got more benefits than that person or not, that's mm-hmm. still a part of his his that that artist's journey. Facts, facts. So, yeah, Diddy, you got to clean that one up, bro. If you choose to, since you, I mean, you say you want this uh, this love era shit, but and the album good. Like I'm like I'm not saying this. I'm not. I'm not trying to kick Diddy back in. Like the album good. The what, album what is good. Think? But what it's we like, think, man. I mean, I'm gonna tell you right now that album. When did he get his R and B bag? Like that's his bag. Like and you, I, you can't. This has been undeniable. Like this is him. Like at the end of the day, like he's been this this guy. So this got a lot of replay value. I'm yeah, gonna tell you dude, right now. it was fire. Um, out the gates with the dream. I mean, the features are perfectly placed. I'm gonna tell you right now. When I was looking at Deliver Me and I seen Buster Rhymes, Don Richard, I'm like, all right, bro. Like, what's this gonna sound like? Smoked it. Diddy always Diddy and Buster make good songs together. One thing I will give Diddy, he knows where to place people on records. Yeah. Like this, like it belongs to you. And stay long, stay long into it belongs to you is one of the greatest transitions in songs I've heard in a long time. It sounded like one record. That's how perfect that transition is. Um Moments with Justin Bieber. I'm not even a Justin Bieber fan. Great song. Um Need Somebody. Um, with Jasmine Sullivan, Body. Um, I'm just speaking to some of my favorite. I like with Mary J. Blige, probably my favorite. She, had so Mary, she smoked that song. Had Mary sound like 90, 1993 up in this motherfucker, bro. What's the 411? Come on, man. That shit, that, that's a beautiful record. I'm lying. Nah, it's fire, it's fire. <laughs> Closer to the guy with Tiana Taylor. I want to shout out Tiana Taylor uh, especially. Tiana, you smoked that. I, I knew you were talented, but you, you took it to another level. I don't think I ever heard you sound like this. I'm going to be real. That's not a shot at you, but... 
I think you went into this one with a different type of mission. Salute to you because you killed this shit. Closer to God, I mean, she she should be nominated for a vocal performance on that record. Like, I'm not even capping. Like, I, I think that's how good she was on that record. Right. But all in all, though, I mean, the hype surrounding the album, did he deliver, bro? I like this is true, like some real R and B right here. This just goes to tell. This speaks to what I was saying. Me and you both have been saying about bro. When you sit down with some shit, this is the product. So don't tell me in twenty twenty three you can't make great music. You can still make great music. This is all about are you willing to put in the work? Yeah, we willing to. If you willing to really commit to quality, that's all it come down to, man. Niggas know they doing some bullshit yeah, or facts. they doing. Niggas know when they doing some bullshit or they doing some shit that they know gonna get a pass because because of their status. Facts. We're not gonna act like we are blo- like we oblivious to this shit. Like people people get away with what, what you let them as far as that type. What's of some of your standouts? I like the Mary record. I like that. Uh, I like the Don Richards and um and Buster record. I'm gonna have to listen to this shit a couple more times though. But those are my two standouts right there. Yeah, facts. I definitely fuck with it. Shit, that shit hard. That's a good album. I fuck with it. Then um, you gotta figure everything else out, but you you know that music shit though. <laughs> for sure. Like I I'm gonna give props what it's due. Yeah, man. Niggas shouldn't have to walk on eggshells for their damn publishing, bro. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's nasty. But the album though? Album fight. I'm putting you up there, bro. Album <laughs> fight. Album fight. I'm definitely putting you up there. Shout out to Nas. Nas, Magic Magic Three. three. Fire. Because I was ready to come in here and throw some jokes at you. Joke playfully though. Playfully. <laughs> playfully. Because you know, I fuck with whole, you know, I'm I'm a little bit biased. But in terms of the project though, salute to you, my brother. You killed this shit. Magic three might be the best out that trilogy as well. I know a lot of people love the first one, but no, this one here was re- I mean, fifteen tracks, forty six minutes, um, perfectly sequenced. I love Fever Out the Gate. I love No Tears. I love Never Die with Wayne. My favorite, I would have to say, uh, I like Pretty Young Girl a lot, mm-hmm. based on true events. I mean, the whole shit flowed perfectly, man. I mean, salute to you, dog. You still sharp at 51 years old, still doing your thing. Um, that's all I can really say about now shit, man. What did you think about the project? I love it. I think this... Uh I think this out of the Magic series, this might be the best one. Number one was was fire. I didn't really like number two that well, but number one was fire. So I'm gonna put three one, three one two as far as the Magic series go. But you know, to say that he's dropped six albums in three years, got a Grammy out the same. Yeah, I didn't know it was that much. That's crazy. Like he's he, been working. He's been working, and you know, and it's been high quality work. The high quality work. Yeah, you know, yeah. he listened to a lot of y'all saying he, you know, his production. Well, he locked in with a producer. And we giving us. I mean, to be shit. fair though, bro, he was kind of like the poster boy for that. I mean, I wouldn't argue that. I wouldn't argue. You got to really sift. You got to really sit with a lot of Nas music. Like I say that, <laughs> and that's coming from a, a real, a real. I'm a big Nas fan. I love Nas. So, you know, to say that he's. I'm gonna always laugh when Tune say he bumping Nas on the ride on a ride to Miami. <laughs> I ain't lying. I be bumping Nas like on my on my on my road trips. Like, I be I'm just saying, well, you put Miami a ride and Nas in the same sentence, yeah. it just sounds funny. That's all. I'm just poking fun at him a little but, bit. Uh, that was crazy. Shout out to Tune, though. Overall, though, like, this, this has been a, a real major three years with Nas, man. Nah, and yeah. shout out to this Friday for dropping some some good shit. I, you know, it's been, a, it's been a bad year for y'all niggas, man. It's been a bad year, but a few of y'all have delivered. Um, also, I want to shout out, I want to shout out Tizo Touchdown, man. This nigga is a chameleon. I don't even know how to 
box him in. He's under alternative, but this nigga is like a mixture of a lot of shit. I mean, R&B, rock, pop. Um, his buddy with the nails in his hair and shit? Yeah, him. I got I to gotta check, bro. Yeah. He got an album called How Do You Sleep At Night. Now, I remember hearing certain artists speak about him prior. Tyler Creator said he was an alien. Drake spoke about Tizo Touchdown. So I'm like, man, let me, let me check dog out. This nigga is special. I'm not even gonna hold like this nigga is really nice. What bro. is it like, like rap? It's rock, alternative. What is, what is it? It's alternative. Like, so it's a mixture of a lot of things. And like he got a track on here called uh You Thought with Janelle Monet, Fire. Um, Sweet, Impossible, Neighborhood. Like, I think Neighborhood is the one. Matter of fact, let me go back because uh shout out to Tyron. Tyron, Tyron sent me a track specifically that made me get on. Now I had heard some snippets of him. But I hadn't heard like a full project. So he had dropped the project. And I was like, I'm going to get this nigga. Oh, it's called Too Easy. Mm-hmm. So like midway, it kind of gets into a mid-late R&B's R&B vibe. Right. So like his transitions, his mixing is good. And when it comes to the engineering, it's A1. Especially when he dibbling and dabbling with shit like this. Like, I mean, the categories say alternative. But when he's mixing around with all this different shit. I mean, dog is nice. It might. I will say it might not be for everybody, though. Right, but if you're open, I think this is something that you fuck with. Like I'm, his album might be up there for like project of the year. I'm really fucking with dog shit. Like him and Diddy, like they deliver. But him specifically, this nigga's nice, man. I can tell that he really take his craft serious because it's not gimmicky. It's not the gimmicky where you're trying to dabble in R and B. I've been seeing, I've been seeing bro for a few years. I didn't know. Yeah, I just I, didn't know exactly. So what when he, he do. when when he tapping into these lanes. He's taking it serious. So it's just all about if you fuck with it or not, really. I don't think it like if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. Right. But I fuck with dog shit. Like, so shout out to Tizo Touchdown, man. Shout out to him. I fuck with the record. Mo, I think you might fuck with it if you listen to it. You might not, but I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna check it out. Let me check that shit out. Uh Drake dropped a single with Scissor, as well as pushing his album back. Um, single called Slime You Out. Me personally, I fuck with the record. Now I will say, coming in off the rip with the whips and chains like American slaves, I mean, I felt like you could have found a better play on words for that one, Drake. Now I'm not gonna hold you. I wasn't fucking with that line like that. But was that worse than the Lil Wayne Emmett Till bar? I think it's I think it's in the same. It's something. It's the same. It's the same. It's the same. Because it's like, bro, like whips and chains, putting whips in putting whips on chains on a girl is a dope wordplay. But when you insert the slaves into it, it's American like American slaves. You couldn't put it. Yeah, you 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 specified that. So from it's a like, Canadian nigga, now that sound different. That's that's crazy. That's crazy. That is, that is crazy. But Emmett Till, that was crazy too. That was crazy too. Because he that was crazy. I don't even want to repeat the bar, but that was crazy. That was crazy. I still can't remember how I reacted when I first heard that. I remember. You remember I, when you, I know exactly <laughs> what I was listening, Mike. I know exactly what I was doing. And I know exactly what I was going at. I, I don't think I could have cracked the smile when I first. I was heard that driving shit. on Ashley Phosphate. I was driving on Ashley Phosphate, and I'm about to get on that bender to go to get on the interstate. You know, to get back on Rivers and shit. Like you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I was yeah. driving. I'm driving the little way because you know Papa a lot of pain. pain. Now he he was like, I was like, huh? He said I was like, and I look at the radio and I'm like, that's crazy, Wayne. Nah, nah, like that's crazy, what? Wayne. That's crazy. But yeah, I think Drake shit was kind of crazy too. I'm gonna hold you. I I don't think it's worse than Emmett Till, 
But it's up there. It's because there's there's been there's been some slave references in rap. I'm not gonna play dumb now. Act like, but there's levels to a lot. There's of them. levels. To you know those. who be catching strays in a lot of rap bars? Kunta Kente, bro. Yeah, Kunta Kente. Kunta Kente got a lot of rap references, yeah, he bro. Do. He do. They be they be using him in a lot of rap references, but nah, he could find a better way to wordplay uh, American say. But I fuck with the record. What I'll, do you, what you think about the? Uh, I think SZA. I think SZA had the better performance on the record. Yeah, I wouldn't argue that. Um. What do you think about the the drawback he been getting from Holly Berry about the cover art that he used for it? Honestly, because and I don't want to sound I, I don't want to sound like a stand when I'm saying this. I don't think that shit was really that big of a deal, bro. I'm not I'm not just not even me putting on a cape. I wouldn't say that neither. But when she's saying that he specifically asked her and she said no, and he still use it, then that's kind of wrong. Now I don't know what else what how the conversation mm. went, but she's saying. He specifically reached out to her and asked her, and he was he was like, "Nah, I don't really think I want." If that's if that's if that's the case, then yeah. But even still, it's kind of like if we want to get down to it. I mean, she don't own the image, and we seen these cases play out like with Cameron and his shit. And then honestly, bro, like I felt like I seen worse. I'm not trying to discount Halle Berry if he did ask, but when I look at it, I think it was just for the Instagram picture, but the actual artwork is something different. The actual artwork is something different. Now, if she had a gripe with it, I'm not going to discount her shit. But for me, I don't feel like it's that deep. Right. I mean, Pusha T used Whitney Houston's drug-infested bathroom pick for an album cover. That was kind of crazy. I'm that was, that was crazy, too. That, that was, was crazy. fucking crazy. The family even had a, <laughs> a gripe. What did Kanye pay, like, 70 racks for that shit? Mm-hmm. That's insane, bro. But for me, I, I'm not going to discount Halle, but I do think, bro, if you ask the woman... And she said, no, find another fucking picture, bro. It's not like you couldn't find somebody else to put slime over. That's all. Yeah. Um, I like the, I like Scissor's performance on that record. Um, I mean, it is what it is, man. If I, I, wa- I would want to hear more. Uh, I was paying some different vibes, so I ain't going to lie. What do, you, what, what do you want to hear from this project? Or you just listening to it? I'm just, listen. I'm just accepting what what it would come at this point. Like, I don't, I don't know what to expect now. I thought, I thought we was gonna this record. I thought this record was gonna be on some like. Well, when they said Scissor and Drake, I'm already kind of thinking that. It's well, from the the vibe I've been getting, it was gonna be an all R and B album from when you initially heard about for all mm. all the dogs. But now I'm hearing it's gonna be some rap on there, so I don't know. But I do like the record. If it's a mixture of that, I'll be interested to see. But I am tired of the bullshit with the album rollouts with this nigga. I am. Why you think he pushed the album back? He needs to stop doing it. Like, as a fan, he needs to stop doing that. Like, now, at the end of the day, am I still going to wait and listen? Yes, but stop. It's annoying. I feel like don't drop a release date and if you're going to push the shit back. Because you got people waiting for that release date and then you push it back. No, he keeps pushing it back. That's the thing. Like, you did this with CLB. Now, mind you, you're supposed to get CLB January 2021. Yeah, so they come out to 2022, right? No, September. September? 2021. That same, it came out the same week, in between the same weeks as Donda. Remember that shit? Yeah, I remember that. So, I mean, for all the dogs, I am anticipating it. I think it'll be a good project. Um, I mean... Honestly, bro, the music that he's been giving me lately outside of honestly, never mind. I'm fucking with it. Um, so I mean, we gotta wait till October six. 
why he pushed it back, I think it's more of sort of a scramble. And I think he's been lying about the process of his album. What's he scrambling about, though? It's not done. It was never done. All right. I think that's a scramble. I don't think that project has ever been done. I don't think it's been touched. And that's cool, but, bro, just say that. You on tour. Understandable, but just say that. Because you've been telling us it's done, then you push it back. That tells me it's not done. Right? Am I wrong in saying that? I mean, it's a, I would assume so. <laughs> that shit, that shit, that shit is... And I, I, I agree. Like, if you on tour, you on tour. I mean, you're not going to be recording every day while you on tour. But it's him, so people going to wait regardless, but... I am kind of tired of that shit. I ain't gonna hold you. I'm tired of that shit. As a as because why why drop that initial release date? Just in the first place? just just at this point surprise us. And here's my thing. I think it's perfect for artists. This is my opinion. I think it's perfect for artists. If you're on tour, why simultaneously wanting to put an album out? Surprise drop it. Because I think it fucks up the rollout. Right. It fucks up the anticipation. Now I had a tweet. On August 25th, and I said verbatim, Drake is not dropping this album during the tour. It's going to be at least a week, two weeks after the last date. The last date, I think, is October 5th or 9th. It's one of those two dates. He's dropping the album October 6th. What are we doing? It's not going to be the October 6th neither, then, if I'm going off of that. if you, the, the the tour, the last date of the tour is the I 5th? I think it's the 8th or the 9th. So it's not dropping on the 6th neither, then. I mean, he might, he might not. But at this point, you never know. It might come out the thirty first. Who knows? <laughs> October thirty first. I think might drop that shit on Halloween. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, I think, I think when we start getting into, cause this would be his technically his seventh album. Technically, if we're going off. Because some of those projects are deemed as mixtapes. Um, so, I mean, CLB came out two years ago. Um, so, this is, you know, I got Ansi, never mind, her law since. So, I mean, I, I'm not going into it with anything I'm not going to expect. I, I've already charged to the game. I'm not going to get a full rap album. So, I'll take the R&B shit with it. So, that's where I'm at with that. How you feel about people saying he moving because of Doja? I don't think that's real, but I've been hearing more more so about him and Bad Bunny than him being scared of Doja. I mean, who wouldn't? That's Bad Bunny, but y'all not in the same. I don't put y'all in the same category though. Like, I think he's he's in a I different think, lane. I think what it what it come down to is uh overall like popularity and status. He's definitely more popular. Like that man. His fan base is but is big. That's a huge. He got whole countries with him. So but I don't know, man. I don't think I don't think what that Doja Cat shit is I don't think that's anything any who even made that up? Like who said that? Like nigga took yeah. it said it, said it on Twitter, you know niggas ran with it. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't I ain't giving that no burn. Did you see the shit where Young Thug's dad had that interview talking about Gunner? Mm-mm. So he said this is what he said. I'm gonna play the clip, like he said he said he don't got no issue with uh with Gunner. He said he loves Gunner. Um, Come on. Courtney, um, Courtney said, "How do you feel about Gunner?" I love Gunner. See, that's the thing people don't understand the relationship. They got this thing saying that 
Gunner's a rat and he's done no. this and done that. No, no, but see, let, let me let me try to let me try to help the attorney clarify that a little simple. Gunner hasn't done anything whatsoever that can hurt us on this case. Period. Um he also said he felt that uh that gunner been blackballed by by the uh but that whole situation with the legal situation and he felt like um he said he spoke he spoke to gunner since he got out and he told him that he ain't, he ain't no as far as him and his family he ain't no situation between them. He said he still got love for gunner. If we're attaching what he said to thug, you agree and believe that? I mean, I don't, I'm I my thing is this. I'm. I said this before on here. If 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 Young Doug's dad is Doug's talking, his mouthpiece. If if he's his mouthpiece. I mean, I'd have to if that's if he's speaking for for Doug. He would he would know. You know what I'm saying. And I never heard Doug's dad spoke before, so I believe him when he say he got love for love for Gunner. And I'm just going off his Doug Gunner just had a concert at Barclays. He's still saying Free Jeffrey. I don't know, man. We just it's gonna, weird. It's, it's weird it's though. Weird. Like, this whole shit been weird. Weird. We don't know at we, the end of the day until the he speaks. Doug ain't Doug can't talk to us right now. No, he can't. So that's I mean, that's he's the he's the main piece in this whole shit. Doug can't talk so to us. So everything is speculation so if until he's, he speaks. If he's speaking through his dad, his mom not gonna talk to us. His mom never really been like that. If he speak to his dad, his sisters or whatnot, then mm-hmm. we gotta take that for what it is for the time being. But like I said on him before, man, I really don't know unless when after the sentencing or whatever whatever how it go for Thug, whenever mm-hmm. he do speak I have to take that, okay, from the from the horse's mouth. But if his dad saying that, then you know, I don't know. I just have to take that for what it is for until I hear from from Thug. Got you. I got you. I got you. So I mean, yeah. Like I said, we just gotta play the waiting. That game, whole bro. shit. This whole shit is weird. Yeah, as we hell, gotta we gotta man. play the waiting game. That's how I look at it. That's how I charge it. We just gotta play the waiting game. Yeah. That was an interesting sound, but I never heard him speak before. So I got an interesting question. Uh, shout out to my boy Reek. Shout out my boy Reek from Cali, man. Um, he kind of presented this question off the heels of the um the Big Sean Kendrick conversation we had last week. So is Project Pat more influential than Andre 3000? I've heard when people rapping with Project Pat Flow and Cadence more than, than Andre 3000. Recently offset. I don't think that's even debatable. Who's 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 came out and said like I'm trying to rap like Andre 3000? It's not a slight at Andre at all. But Big names, no, but I do see like some underground type people kind of like imitate him. Maybe it's, I mean, I'm pretty sure there's some some big rappers who get some influence from Andre, but like his style, 100. Well, percent no, 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 no. Nobody's no. using Andre 2000. Style the only one like I can say who's biting his style, 100. I'm not. I don't want to say bite because I got a negative connotation, but who was inspired by him is Foggy Raw. You think so? 100. People say he sound like BG. Foggy Raw sound like BG, but he get his 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 makeup is Andre three thousand. Now that's an interesting point. I wouldn't even have to say BG, I, but I, I I don't think he's trying to. I think that's his natural voice. I think he naturally sounds like that, which sounds like BG. But when I think of Foggy Raw, I don't think of BG. I can see Andre three thousand elements with him. I mean, think about how he rap. I mean, I guess, man. Um... 
I just I, I see a lot of comparisons of Andre 3000 with Foggy Raw than I do BG. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I wouldn't. Argue. But he do sound like BG. He sounds exactly. like He BG. does sound like BG. He does. Um, I just feel like overall, like in terms of just overall impact, I was I would probably say Pat. I don't think he. Of course, I'm. We ain't got to talk about the rapping, but influ- influence. That that was a good question, bro. Like, I don't. I never thought about that. I don't. But think Project Pat, like throughout the years, you see those spots all the time where he's. I mean, Drake on CLB, prime example. Like, <laughs> yeah, Project Pat is very. Inf- I mean, he might be top. I mean, he might be top three most influential rapper of all the time. Crunk, the Crunk Ain't Dead is a pro- that's Project Pat song. Crunk ain't dead. That's 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 if you ain't from my hood, get the fuck yeah. from Ryan. I mean, <laughs> I mean, we might gotta put him with Pop. As far as most I, influential, I wouldn't argue that at all. He's one of the most. I don't influential. think he's more influential than Pop, no, but he's, he's up that, there. He's in that tier. Though. He might be up there. He might be up there. Just them overall, that the whole three six camp, like they're very influential. Mm-hmm. I mean, no slight at Andre at all, but I I think that was a fair question. Yeah, I don't. I, I think that's a that's, fair question. That's not that's not a Andre. I mean, man. his style is still being embodied to this day. Like his, you can hear it in the music. He's one of the most unique rappers that we've. Yeah, ever had. he is like, one of the most unique rappers we ever had. Facts, definitely. So I, I I I can get with that. I can get with that one. I thought that was inside. I was like, I'm gonna pose that question on the pod and ask him. Yeah, I can't argue that. Definitely for sure. Shout out to Project Pat, man. Still last Project Peta. We got some funny shit, man. Why Jonathan Majors out here putting on skits, man? He bigger than that. Hey, man, that man trying to get that Avengers bag back, man. Y'all I don't care what nobody say. That was planned. Y'all played around and listened to that <laughs> lady, and then you got that man, Kang the Conqueror shit took, and he trying to get that shit back. I don't even think I can be mad at him for that. <laughs> bro, you know, I'm about to say the same thing. That's bro. a big hey, bag. That's shout, a big, out, shout out to him, I man. I don't even matter. He got Megan Good now. He got he to gotta make sure that she's well taken care of. He going to get that Avengers bag back. By any means. But that fight was staged. I don't care. Even if you tell me it was real, it's fake. I don't care. Yeah, because where the fuck you even come at? Will you, will you just pop out of nowhere, my nigga? In the middle of the camera? Like, so so well-centered in the camera. That might beat the Drake meme from 2015, <coughs> from the No Friends video, where he doing a little dip. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, going to yeah, yeah. take over now. That might be bigger than that. I ain't going to hold you. <laughs> With that fucking hat. They said that nigga was dressed like a nigga off Dave Chappelle. Yeah, if he's intro. smart, he should get a, a brain deal with them hats, man. I would. The, 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 uh, but he got to let this shit die down first, the, though. The train conductor hats? He got to get the train conductor hat deal, bro. The train conductor He got to get the train conductor deal hat going, bro. He get a big bag off of that. Imagine seeing Deion Sanders make a million dollars off In sunglasses. a day. In Jonathan, a day. Jonathan Majors can tap in with the classic men and sell them hats, bro. Bring, 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 uh, bring the nigga name, Jadea, the nigga that's in class, bring him back. Sign him. (laughs) Bring some shit back, you know? Jadea, I heard that nigga in a minute. That's the game doppelganger. That is. (laughs) That is. Game is is Wario, he Mario. That's crazy. He is, though. (laughs) He he Mario. Yeah, but that Jonathan Major shit was so cat. That shit was fake as fuck. That shit looked crazy. Drew, you seen that shit? Hell no. So apparently these two kids were, were fighting. It looked like under like a. Yeah, I'm looking it up now. Oh, yeah. Everybody <laughs> recording now. And he yeah. just pop out of the blue. Like he Da-da-da-da. just. It's Majors. I'm here. Oh, yeah. This going to look good. This going to get me back in there. Good you graces. Kids, you kids stop fighting and love each other. That's crazy. That's crazy, man. <laughs> Where you come from? At all. 
Like, why are you even around kids? Where you, like, where you been? Where you, you, that look, that look like one of them, like, you know, them little quick bus stop fights. Where you come from? Where you come from? Like, you know what I'm saying? Where you just you, in the vicinity? You just in the vicinity? You was getting juice or a And everybody somewhere? just saying they're recording. Everybody nobody just, trying to break this nobody shit up. Nobody trying to break it. You just Get come to break it. You just come break it up, though. Out of everybody, you 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 just come and, and nigga, break that nigga, up. Nigga run from over, from over from the other block and come break it up. Dun, 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 dun. It's majors. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, bro. Go get your Avengers bag back, bro. I ain't mad at that, bro. Do your thing. Yeah. That PR team was working, bro. <laughs> the PR team working? This is what you hire PR teams for. Do, do what you got to do. Very true. <laughs> this is what you got to do, man. Very true. Get that get that Marvel money back, man. Because he's supposed to be a key part of the, of the new, of the new uh, phase. So do your thing, man. Yeah, because that... So where, where do they stand with that case? So from what I've been seeing, he was dog got like he got cleared from that yeah, shit. He, didn't he? He, he it's coming, but he's still trying to get back in graces. You know, public opinion and court opinion is different. Facts. So you know, in the public opinion, he still beat up that white woman. So he's trying to get. Because he was hot. He was hot. He was hot. He, he was, was on a roll. He, he was, was on a roll. He was coming off of Creed. He just just dropped that uh, Ant Man movie. That's what I'm saying. He's playing Kang the Conqueror. That's supposed to be like the new Thanos in the next in the next phase of Marvel. Mm. So like he's a key piece in those eight, six movie run that's about to come. So you gotta secure that bag back, bro. Cause Marvel was like they, they didn't know if they have to recast his part or not. So I don't know, man. Do your thing, man. Yeah. Because. I'm mad at it, man. This what this what niggas hire PR teams for, man. It just looked funny seeing the shit go down like that in real in real time. Like nigga, you know that this is a fake, bro. Everybody, everybody in that vicinity got a nice little five hundred, little eight hundred dollars. Go by their way. Mm-hmm. Stays like a motherfucker. Stays man. like a motherfucker, bro. Yeah, but I'm mad yeah, at it, man. Do your thing, man. He got Megan good. You know he got you know. Trying to make shit look right, man. Do your thing, man. Well. Tory Lanez bail denied officially goes to prison. Mm. This nigga lawyer sent him an IG story about how, hey man, wish you the best. Couldn't be there due to prior commitment. Wait, his wait. <laughs> his lawyer wasn't there at the sentencing? Because it's something he had committed to prior to this whole case. Are you shitting me? That was Tory Lane. Sent this said. nigga uh the the Drewski skit. Hey, good news is we got your wire. Bad news is they gave your life. They gave your life. Okay, goodbye. Sayonara. <laughs> yeah, he really did that to Tory. Wow. Then the lady who been uh who been um reporting on the case said yeah, her when name he walked Lin- out, Linda Cundiff or something like that. Megan Cundiff or something. Like they say yeah. Uh, fuck out here, you googly eye bitch. Ooh. I mean, he got to get it off, man. You. Hey man, you going to jail for ten years? You might as well they said when he, they said when his bill got denied, he he cracked a little uh, a, a a smirk to that's, like that's his, that Joker, that's that Joker grin, like his grin, like yeah, like I'm done, like I'm officially cooked, like that's it. But his lawyer sending him an IG a IG story. Your lawyer sending you an IG note, a farewell is crazy. It's crazy. That's insane. You ain't fuck with that man, bro. That's crazy, dog. That's crazy. My lawyer sends me an IG send off, and you weren't, you didn't have your ass in this fucking courtroom. That's crazy. That's crazy, dog. Did y'all have a chance to watch the uh the two part doc about that? Um, that shit is on Hulu. I didn't watch that. No, it's on HBO Max. Oh, HBO. Yeah, I didn't watch that. It paints from Tori's perspective and Meg's perspective. 
Like they actually have them speaking on. No. Oh, I'm about to, so it's, so this is like an unofficial doc, but official. No, this or? is an official doc, but they're basically Meg's story, Toy Story. That's that's what it says, and it's basically painting it from their perspectives. They they vantages or whatnot. Mm-hmm. I might have to watch that today. I ain't gonna cap, but I want to watch some football today. But I might have to still try to squeeze that in because that sounds crazy. Bro. I mean, both both sides, I will say, presented their sides convincingly. Right. Me personally, I still feel like Kelsey is involved in this shit, one hundred percent. She just kind of dis- out disappeared out the picture. She got immunity. She been gone. Oh, okay, but she didn't had her. She didn't had her a kid and all. Like she. Yeah, she ain't got. A she's kid. yeah. She's focused on family. Now, a new nugget that we all been asking that we didn't know. The driver was at the courthouse. Oh, he was? He never took the stand. Nah, that was interesting as fuck when I watched that doc. I said, hold up now. This is on Tory's side. This nigga didn't take the fucking stand. Why didn't the lawyers bring him to, 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 to the stand? So that throws in a whole nother dynamic in that shit. Now, officially what's done is done. He was found guilty. I still feel like Kelsey was involved in that shit more than what was portrayed. What I honestly feel like is she had definitely hands, actual physical hands on that gun and Tori fucked up essentially like trying to, I would assume, not only talking, not even necessarily talking about how he was moving on social media, but dog, you should have took the stand. He didn't take the stand. Hell no. Hey man, that's that's kind of. But his you know they too. advise when people are like for the, the person. That's common. A lot of them don't take the stand. I'm gonna be real. I'm fighting for my freedom, and I, I ain't know, did that shit. I know if I if I know I didn't do it, I'm taking the stand. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. But I still feel like with all everything that was presented, I think he was trying to protect old girl in this whole shit. And my whole thing is this: when it comes to my freedom. Mm-mm. Because for Megan, for Megan Kelsey to still fall out the way that they did, because even going back to three years ago, I'm gonna say it then, I'm gonna say it now. For her to be as silent as she was on that shit will always be alarming to me. Always. That will never not leave me when it comes to this case. Whether they had a fight outside the car, you know, they denying it. I don't believe it. Y'all got down in some way, shape, or fashion. Y'all got busy. I don't care about who beat who up. Da, da. Something happened between them two to where, unfortunately, those events happened. But what's done is done. Tori, that's crazy that your, your lawyer said, you know, hey, sayonara from wherever he at. He probably on vacation. He's definitely on vacation with that last, with that last, uh, <laughs> that last deposit. That's a fact, nigga. That's crazy. That's you, a fact. Y'all think he going to do the whole 10? I mean, he got to do the majority of that shit, though. He got to do at least, what, five years? A part of me tells me he might get out in about six. I mean, he can get six, out in five. six, but he got to do at least half. Tragic. Tragic. <laughs> and then he going to get deported. Yeah, he's getting deported. I mean, since you was a foreigner with a gun, like, I feel people don't be taking a lot of shit into consideration, like, when, when shit like that happens, like, a lot of people forgot that he was not an American citizen. So, just you being a, a foreigner with a, with a weapon like that, like that is grounds for deportation, bro. Mm-hmm. Somebody was somebody was shot, and you were found, you know, to be guilty of that. So, I'm guilty, yeah. I mean, 
If you didn't do it, my nigga, should have just came out and just said you ain't did that shit. It would have been a lot of dancing around. But it was it's definitely some fishy shit going on within that shit. And hey, maybe see you in five, six years, you know? Hey, maybe not. Maybe you still do music. I fuck with your music though, so hey. Yeah, if him and Vibes Cartel link up, man, the boy go crazy. You think so? Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Vibes, man. Vibes put out a song every day. Vibes in jail? Look at that nigga there for life. <laughs> He's in there for life now? What do you mean now? What'd he do? What did he do is the question, allegedly. Well, he just been super wilding. Super wilding. Big murder. So he's recording in jail? Big murder. Yeah. How? Yeah. On his phone or something? Or? How yeah. you think Sean recorded in jail? I'm telling you. Sean recorded on, on the on He recorded the pay- a whole album in jail, Mo. He recorded on the payphone, though. Because from what I know, he had they already had like the beats and shit. He just dropped the vocals on so them. How you think Vibe's doing it? It's way more advanced technology now. Yeah, that's true. We didn't have iPhones back then. If Sean had an iPhone, that album been way more clear. Yeah, definitely. Because you could definitely hear the distortion yeah. when he rapping on there. Shit, he did a whole music video he wasn't in. They just he had him rapping. He was, he was a visitation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Most of Vibe should be like very animated, you know, shit like that. But yeah, he's still making music, man. 47 years old, still. I mean, 47, you still should be able to be making music. So I ain't mad at that. Yeah. Honestly, I'm not going to hold you, though. That would be a good collab. Vibes and Tori. So Vibes in jail with in the same jail that Tory gonna be at? No, or Vibes in jail. He's in Jamaica. Oh, well, he in them trenches. <laughs> but you know he uh, he from Kingston. Yeah, so. he's from there, so he's good. That's just crazy though. A nigga can go to jail and be in, in the same cell as Vibes Cartel. That's wild. Wow. Jeezy files for divorce. Snowman back. Oh, welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> Guess who's back there? We signing on the nigga. I don't want to sound like this guy, but for the first time ever on this show, I'm going to say it. He should have never married that woman. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. Like, it, it, the signs were there, my nigga. She, she I'm sorry, bro. She specifically said... That dynamic wasn't going to work. Dark meat on the side. And I'm going to pause myself after this. White meat keeps her lean and mean. Pause. <laughs> she specifically said that on National TV. On, on The View. <laughs> Around three black women, she was with three black women and another white woman. They was like, "Huh?" And you know what else she said? Shout out to this movie. I can't remember the movie. You know the the salon movie with Monique and all of them. Oh, Beauty the Shot. Agent. She's in that movie. No, that wasn't Beauty oh. Shot. Mo. This is like another movie. No, was it Beauty Shot? I could be wrong. Yeah, but in the salon. They had the, Beauty the, Shot. It was Siraji P Henson, Queen Latifah, Monique. No, it wasn't. Mo- it wasn't Queen Latifah. It was Monique. Monique was the main character in the show. No, it's a BET movie. Yeah, because. Her and uh, Wanda from Bernie Mac, they were the main characters. They were sisters. They was running the shop. Monique and Wanda? This was like a, this was like a low budget type movie. Oh, okay, okay. So they had the but Asian Janine, lady working. She was in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She That's was crazy. in that movie. That's crazy. But, but Monique and Wanda was the main character. They had an Asian lady. She was doing nails. Mm-hmm. So they had a scene and they was talking shit. They was talking shit about like relationships. So the Asian lady was like, oh, brother on my arm, no brother on your arm. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Jeannie Bay was saying All when right, she finally man. got that ring for Jeezy. All right, man. I seen the jokes that I seen when that news broke was because they niggas was back in eight and they oh. twenty they twenty twelve bag. Hold on, Mo. I think I got that shit. Hold on. Niggas say Jeezy a CO survivor. Hold on. No. That's wild. <laughs> That's wild. That's wild, bro. <laughs> hey, 
Hey man, Jeezy, Jeezy say he oh, out of there though. My thing is this, man. Whenever you, whenever I hear of a man filing divorce, some CEP scenes. That's a rare occurrence now. I didn't want to be the one to say it. Nah, the man filed for divorce. So I'm gonna throw that tidbit out there. He probably seen some shit. The ladies, my hands is up. Hey, this is me talking, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> he seen some shit. Something happened. Nah, something happened. That's crazy. When the man files for divorce, you something, had to be shitty. Something happened. Real shitty. That's it. Wow. Damn, my dog come with the Instagram. Pick right, I, right fo- when the news broke. I'm focused on who's coming with me going forward, not who's getting left behind. Mm. That's Talk a to bar. Him. That's a bar. Talk to him. Hey, Snowman say next summer he going crazy. TM104? TM104. <laughs> Trapper die three, nigga. Recession two? Recession two. All no, we already week. got two. We already got two, right? Yeah, we said no, no. Yeah, we, we got recession, recession two. two. Three. I'm talking about Trapper die. We're going back to Trapper die. We three. need that. We need them vibes. We need them vibes. He got to hit the reset, huh? Man, my dog's easy, but take the rest of this year. He going. He going back to Atlanta. You know, back to that penthouse in Atlanta. So first off, the news he went and got him a good plate from a good black woman and bust some cheeks down. My dog. My dog <laughs> went to Magic City, got him a plate, <laughs> took it back to the penthouse. We back, we back in that 05 bag, man. If these niggas got zucchini squash in the motherfucking strip club, I'm I'm dead. <laughs> what? Because there was, was everybody was saying, like, yeah, he, he's back with the Southern woman because there was the picture of him eating zucchini squash, like, out of a bowl or whatever. And there was like, yeah, he's, he's back, y'all. He's back. <laughs> <laughs> but Jeezy been on that zucchini shit, though. I remember he been talking about that. He been eating that Bruh, zucchini and squash and all that shit. Them Chinese jokes been funny. I don't care. Yeah, they was funny. I ain't gonna care. The funniest one I seen was something wrong with the marriage. <laughs> That's wild. Y'all niggas crazy. <laughs> That's wild. I'm not, I'm not going that far. <laughs> Bro, that shit was wild. My nigga Darius posted a crazy video talking about Jeezy dropping his child support payment off in China. I'm not even about to pull that up or nothing, but that shit was crazy. Is it what I think it is? This is I'm this, I'm not even about after to. The after the show? After the show? I got you. I got you. Shout out Darius. That's a funny nigga, bro. Like, niggas was wilding with the jokes, so I ain't gonna. Mo, we should be able to get some of them jokes off now. Like, come on now. They get jokes <laughs> off on us. I'm just, yeah, now, do, some man. of them too far now. I'm just so, saying. So, no, we should be able to get some. Everybody get jokes off on us and not in the way we talking shit now. No, so. you're right. You're right. You're right. I'm I fair mean, in saying that? Yeah. No? No, you're definitely fair. I'm just saying I'm 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 cool. Like. Now, if you saying it like that, then I know it's egregious. So, yeah. I know you ain't going to say it. We ain't. We ain't you know, we do fuck with everybody on this platform now, but you know, we, so, we get I saw some jokes. Talk. I was like, "Damn, y'all going crazy! Y'all going a little bit too y'all far. Going crazy, like y'all going crazy, dog." <laughs> I wonder how comedians prep for their racial jokes. I think it's more, it's all about the build up and how you present it, man. And also, because you can have tasteful. If you're a white person, you can have some tasteful ta- black jokes. I've seen tasteful black jokes from white comedians. I've some seen of them should lot. be funny. I ain't gonna some lie. Some should be funny. You gotta respect it too, because at the end of the day, <laughs> I listen to black comedians go in on white people. Yeah, yeah. So it's fair, like, fair. It's fair is fair. And just from respecting comedy for what it is, mm-hmm. it's all about laughter, man. Bringing people. And together. that's the thing. We accept that we can get shots too. It's when y'all, it's when y'all act like y'all, y'all can't get everybody. Um, we not just yeah. Oh, y'all is everybody. We talking about everybody. everybody. Y'all can't get jokes too. Nah, y'all get some of these jokes y'all too. Let's not play. Jokes. So I mean, Jeezy, Jeezy, and Jeannie. I mean, I'm not wishing that on nobody, but I, I, I didn't want to be that guy, man. I saw it coming, bro. It looked awkward from the jump. 
He know he should not have married that woman, bro. I saw it. I saw it in his demeanor. It looked forced. It looked faked. Everything. And he filed. Yeah, he filed. He got up one day like, man, this is over with, man. It was some racial. It was some racial tension for sure. You think so? One hundred percent. One hundred percent. He said everything cool on that ass. He said everything was. I remember he had. An I interview. don't believe him. He had an interview. He was like, um, I don't believe because they brought up the comments that she had on the View, and he was like, you know. I brought it up there. We had a good conversation about it. And, you know, I've been around her people. I never got no no bad vibes, but. Nah, this was an alleged rumor now. Alleged. Keyword alleged. And, mm-hmm. But the shit was funny. I lied. They said she was sending the, the pics to the dog from Say by the Bell. That shit had me crying. That's crazy. Because they do work together. <laughs> That's crazy. Nah, dog. Jeezy saw that shit and said, oh, no, 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 no. Maybe got me competing with Slater Bell. Nah, nigga, we. We, <laughs> we, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Laju, that's crazy. That's wild. That's that's cooked. I used to watch this thing on TBS in the morning, and now this nigga texting my oh, bitch. Shit. I'm about to here, bro. Jesus Christ. Oh man, that's fucking crazy, man. But yeah, man. Hopefully we get some good music behind this shit, man. So, hey, we'll see. We'll see. So, <laughs> so I, this this definitely drove up a fire song. So Tyler Perry has some comments regarding black relationships. Oh, I got the clip. I want to play the clip real quick. Um, so here we go. Especially black women, and I might get in trouble for saying this, but I will. In the in in our society right now, black women are making a lot more money for the most part than yeah. black men. Right? There are a lot of black men who are successful, but for the most part, black women are making the money. So you, if you can find love, if that man works, you know, at whatever job. Mm-hmm. And is a good man, and is good to you, mm-hmm. and honors and honors the house, and honors his wife, and does what he can, mm-hmm. because his his gift may not be your gift. Exactly. That is okay. Mm-hmm. That's not somebody who's beneath you. Yeah. That's somebody who came to love you at your worth, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And as long as he's secure in himself to know that, yep, she makes most of the money. All I can pay is the light bill. As long as she's comfortable enough to say, I'm going to cover the mortgage and all the other stuff. You can handle the light bill, baby. You can take me to dinner every now and then. Mm-hmm. That is fine. Yeah. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, but that's so hard for a lot of people to take in because that means, no, no, no. I need somebody to, who is, <laughs> I need, I, they need to make five times more and I got to have, the, I got to have, well, you uh, keep, go on, keep, keep, go on, keep your list, baby. Yeah. God, God bless you. Hope it happens. Go on, keep your list. <laughs> But when you talk about <laughs> just someone to love you and support yes. you, I, I know people who have, who whose men can't touch what they make. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But when you see them together, that love, that support, that that I got you, babe, mm-hmm. it's a beautiful thing. Hey, I'm gonna be real with you, bro. If I'm making, if I'm making sixty k a year, and my girl making two hundred k a year. It's up. It's no doubt in my mind that she's probably throwing that pussy elsewhere, bro. I'm gonna just be honest with you, like, damn, Mo, you feel like that? Nah, bro, like Jesus. that much, that much money. The way he's speaking, like, she's probably cheating somewhere. No, nah, Mo, cheating, you bro. tripping, bro? You think so? I didn't think you would have that sense, bro. I'm, no, I'm, I'm gonna be real. I'm gonna be real. I probably, I probably would be down with it though. But you would think she's throwing it if she's making. One I was just bullshit. I was bullshit. I'm bullshit. Oh, okay. But no, I don't agree with what Tyler Perry was saying on. I think we got to stop being disingenuous with these conversations. What he's saying would make sense if he's speaking to a certain group of people and that group of people is not that large. 
So then that's why when it comes to these conversations amongst us, which I'm tired of having and we got to stop having them, don't even speak on it publicly because the demographic is, that pool is not big enough. What you mean? Like the pool of Bruh, women? On the make- average, black men make more money than black oh, women. Oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. The average. Okay, yeah, yeah. So when I say being disingenuous, that's what I mean. So you're not speaking to the average. You're speaking to a specific, a small, 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 small. All right. So let's talk about Americans who make six figures. That's small. Let's chop it down to black people. That's small. Let's chop it down to black men. That's small. Then on top of whatever else they got to have. Then black women. Come on, bro. No, 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 no. We got to stop being disingenuous with these conversations, bro. Yeah, when you numbers, speak the about the average, yeah, the numbers don't be lying. Talk about the average, and even with the average, dead that shit. You see what I'm saying? But you talking about what they got to no, bro. Like this apply to everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I always say, bro, at the end of the day, all these shits are wants. You have to balance out what's most important to you with these shits, man. That's it. People make it difficult. There's no rule book to this shit. In my opinion, right, there is no rule book for how you should conduct your relationship. The only rule I say is be 100% honest about your intentions. That's it. Everything else is a want. So if you want this type of lifestyle, you can have it. Now you have to balance out the realistic aspects of that. Everything else shouldn't be debated. Because the only thing you owe somebody is honest intentions. Right. That's it. But all these, no, that's I can't agree with Tyler Perry on that because you're not even you're not even speaking to the common person. Number one, you're speaking to again a very very small pool, very very small pool for men and women. The average black man don't make six figures. The average black woman don't make six figures. So why are we continuously having these conversations about oh if a woman make more than, bro? This is facts that the average black woman don't make more than the average black man. They don't. So speak to the average. That's not what y'all see on these social media sites and Twitter and all that. That's not the norm. Nor could it. A lot of shit not even real. As well. A lot of niggas is faking out here. A lot of of women are faking out here too. A lot of that shit is not normal for real. Like, um, I'm going to be real. I feel like we should be on some more uh, unifying type shit. Like, if you were speaking more that aspect as well, what you were saying. I could I could dig it more. It'd be more progressive. It'd be more it, exactly. That's that's what I'm. That's what I'm getting to. It'd be way more progressive. But you know, because um, you know another weird thing I'm tired of seeing amongst us, um, this two parent household shit. Stop it, man. Stop. Your experience is not everybody else's experience. Y'all talking real nasty on on two parent households. I understand two-parent households, you have some instances where the parents are toxic. We'll take that away from people. But to try to derail that or not make that a thing is weird. It's weird and it's nasty. Oh, you, we don't, you, we you, don't need two-parent households? Yeah, that, that yeah that's stupid as fuck. Because you see the, the dynamic that can have for a family. We've seen it in other races. We yeah. see it with the Chinese. We see it with white people. We see it. So we're not going to sit up here and act like it's not a, 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 a positive thing. It can be a positive thing. Right. Now, whether you want that or not, that's that's up to you. I'm just speaking on speaking on it like in a negative light. That's weird and nasty, bro. Especially when y'all talk this. And another thing I'm tired of, bro. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I am so sick and tired of this uh oh as a as a um it takes a village shit, but y'all pick and choose with the village shit. That's another thing. I I'm so tired of that shit, bro. Like niggas that do shit. Pick, niggas do pick on the village. Niggas shit. pick and choose with that village shit, bro. And that shit is weird. Now, I'm not saying you're obligated to 
you know, take care of, you know, other black people, kids and all other shit. But you don't got to be nasty with your dealings. If you if you want to just take care of your family and shit, that's fine. But all this other shit, y'all talk, y'all talk that village shit when it's convenient. Yeah. So you don't really care about that shit at the end of the day, my nigga. Every, only thing people are obligated to do is take care of the family. That's fine. But when y'all start having them conversations, bro, just be honest. You don't got to be weird and nasty about it, bro. That shit is corny. That shit is weird. That should be super corny. Like, you see what I be... Like, you be seeing that shit too, right? No, I see it all the time. Because I mean, like, bro, like... What is this shit about? Like Exactly, at we, the end of the day. Are we progressing or what? Like, what are we doing? And then they'll be the same ones that want to point out that group that's being neglected. But, I mean... If nobody if nobody stepped up to help those people, then what are we supposed to do? That that, that defeats the point of. of but we got to come together when we vote. We got to come together when we vote. We come together. Y'all kill niggas when we not. When we, oh oh! But then it's oh no no no! I ain't got time for that. But y'all love y'all love to kill niggas when we don't come together to vote. So which is it? Pick a side, bro. Because that voting shit is included in this quote unquote village shit y'all talk about. Yeah, we're all supposed to come together we when not, it come to we, vote. We, we not but then village. outside of that, when we go back home, oh, it's fuck y'all. We're not a village with that neither because we then, shouldn't be voting for neither one of them exactly. niggas. Exactly, and y'all allow them to to make black people, black men specifically, look like we're we're the weak links when it comes to voting. When all in all, a lot of us have logical reasons why we don't fuck with specific parties. I already told y'all, I'm not voting for another president. I don't care how nobody feel about it. I'm not voting for another president. Not until they're giving me something specific. Yes, giving me something specific. Yes, giving me something specific. And that's that's yes, giving me something. That should specific. be that should be the whole the whole tag for the village as a whole. Yeah, tired of sitting back. They've been telling us for decades now, like, oh yeah, we'll you'll do this. No, but all they do is performative shit. What Biden done did for y'all? Y'all Uncle Joe. <laughs> I don't know who y'all is, but. Uh, you know I'm not talking to y'all. <laughs> <laughs> of course nigga, I'm not talking to niggas in nigga this Nigga told y'all y'all wasn't black and y'all still gave him votes. All right. That's the crazy shit to me. What Kamala doing? Kamala just had a uh, Coachella for her birthday. She's been the quietest vice president I've ever fucking seen she in just, my she life. She just had a... Uh, she just be vibing and chilling. She just had a, a big ass like festival type shit for her, for her birthday. Lil Wayne was there and all. Shining her pearls and chucks. Yeah, shining her pearls and chucks. Lil Wayne funny though. He performed as officer at her shit. Yeah, keep sending them checks to Ukraine though. Hey, shout out to um, uh, motherfucker whoever got Lil Wayne dressed together, bro. For um the concert with Dion, cause oh, them yeah, shit been yeah, looking yeah. crazy. Like them shit been about to fucking just fall off. Bro. I think Wayne is content with him balding, and he's just going off to the rails, fall off. Or no, nah, they got them. They got them together they for this concert. Together. They got um look like they, they got more than them. six. They wicked them up. Mm-hmm. I guess they combined them all up and shit, so that shit look a little better and shit, man. They were saying Lil Wayne hair looked like fried fish at one point. <laughs> that shit was looking crazy, bro. Nah, for real. That shit. They had they zoomed in the shit and had like yarn and shit like. Holding two dreads together and shit like okay. crazy, bro. But nevertheless, man, shout out to his stylist. You ever got that nigga together? <laughs> Word. Yeah. yeah, man. So um, we just gotta be more progressive, man. Y'all did all that extra shit though, man. So get into some sports shit, man. Um. Oh no! Before that, I want to introduce introduce a new segment to the show called uh, "Come to the Front of the Class." So. On coming come in front of the class, this is where we playfully, or if you want to seriously, you know, confront somebody about some bullshit that they did during the week or in the previous month or, you know, anything. You feel like somebody got to, you know, give, give, give it up on something. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, 
Yeah. Y'all got anybody y'all want to bring? Uh, say, got to come to the front of the class? Hey, man, old boy from Colorado State, man, bring your ass to the front of the classroom, man. Cause Jay Norville? You was on some respect. <laughs> you was on some, on some. You you basically sneaked this, this man, mama. Then you was with this whole respectability. I combined it. You was on some respectability politics shit and basically saying this nigga mama ain't raised him right type shit. Man, bring your ass to the front because you got to take this L, nigga. That's what you got to do. Y'all niggas 0-2. Y'all niggas was talking that shit. Y'all niggas tried to do this whole pregame shit, altercation type shit. Y'all was playing dirty during the game, too. And y'all lost. So you got to take that L, Jay. And you blew a lead at that. You blew a lead at that, Oof. nigga. And overtime. Lost on overtime, too. Take the L, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> My sister, that's what mine is. <laughs> No, this nigga really said you gotta take. I was taught to take my my glasses off, and um, that's how I was raised. Yeah, that's nigga, how shut I was up, raised. nigga. Yeah, fuck about that. <laughs> what are you talking? But then about? they had them like in like four different interviews with a visor on, so it's like, and definitely endorsed for this interview. So they were like, nigga, you literally are capping. You just want to take a shot at Dion, but you didn't want to put no real no real meaning behind it. So you tried to. Be subliminal, nigga. I would have just been like, nigga, fuck Dion. If that's how I felt. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Fuck him. We going to go in there and we win. We going to go in there and win. Yeah, I mean, I, but I think he should have just went a, a, a different road, like two black quarterbacks. You know what I mean? Two, not excuse me, two, two black, black coaches. Head, yeah. yeah head and coaches. that nigga caught me on guard because I swore he was white. That nigga is black. Nah, that nigga black, bro. I was looking at this shit like, wow. So He looked, he looked racially ambiguous to me earlier this week. I will say that. <laughs> yeah. But my come my come to the front of the class is um I hate to do it to you, bro, but Jaron Jackson the <laughs> third. My nigga. That NBA defensive player shit. Fool's gold? That shit fool's gold until further notice, my nigga. He dropped you a music let, video too. Fresh off the Olympics. Fuck that shit. <laughs> fuck that music video Fuck with anything you got going on Inside that basketball shit Nigga that shit was despicable How you performed against Daniel Tice That's That crazy. announcers was even shocked He was like we never seen Daniel Tice Play like this on the NBA level He was taking your ass to fucking school Nigga You couldn't average more than 10 rebounds In this whole tournament That's crazy 10 Wasn't he a rebound leader this year? No, that was a uh, Sabonis or Vooch, one of the two. Okay, but that's the end of the day, my nigga. You was getting owned in the paint, and you supposed to be defensive player, all NBA first team. No, that shit is fake as fuck, fake as fuck. Mm. Jaren Jackson, you know you are on, you are on, you're under watch until further notice with that defense shit, my nigga. I'm sorry, mm. that was ridiculous. Daniel Tice, my nigga, that's crazy. Germany. I done been talking all that shit about, you know, <laughs> we lost the World Cup to fucking Germany, man. Hey, man. Hey, man, but you know the good thing is busting the disguise, LeBron done assembled the, the niggas, though. And LeBron said he coming back 2024. He say Steph, him, Steph. A lot of niggas coming. D-Book. I don't want to do that thing where it was like, oh, we didn't send our best out there, which is a fact. We didn't, but we lost. We was capable of winning. But I feel like, man, shit, we could still win that shit next year, even without LeBron and Steph. No bullshit. You think so? We can get we can get our best without them too. Listen, book, AD, yeah, KD, Dame, Kawhi, Kawhi going. I said we could. Oh, we could. Okay, yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? PG. 
We can run that shit up with just them without Stefan. It's not like we can't get it. Like, so don't let this Germany shit fool y'all now. Because we're going to see what's really get popping next summer. We're going to really see. Hey, man, the, the call's done been made, man. So, you know, niggas, niggas about to come through there, man. I, that Gilbert Arenas video was funny to me just because how he was laughing. You lost by two. <laughs> you lose by 200. <laughs> That nigga, that nigga is hilarious, bro. Shout out to Gil, man. Drew, you gotta uh, bring your bring up. Come, what is it called? Come to the front come of the class. Come to the front of the class, Drew. Introductory. Uh, come to the front of the class. I got Mad Dog, man. Come to the front of the class. Mad Dog. Mad Dog. Oh, Mad Dog Russo, Chris. Yeah, man. What he did? He came after week one, talking that shit about Dion. Talking about, man, I'm not gonna lie. I'm Dion out already. He oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He did say that. He did say that. He's rooting against Dion. Yeah. Now look at him. 3-0, baby. What did he say after the 2-0 start, though? Did he say something after the 2-0? I think he did. Well, yeah, because he was yeah, he was saying... I can't remember exactly what he said, but it's still one of, one of those things. Like, you showed after the week one, and then he was like, Nebraska, you got to get it done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, That's yeah, what yeah. It was. He was like, I, he, what, what are they? He was saying he was rooting for Nebraska. That's yeah, what he was saying. Yeah, and so. Fold. But it was. But it, fold. For fold, real, man. For real. Fold them. For real. But it was like, yo, bro, in that instance, after one win, okay, how are you. Maxed out on this man already. Come on, bro. We ain't get to the peak yet. Come on, bro. He's he's tired of the niggerdom. That's what it was. That's Boom. all it is. That's and what that's what. And that's, that's my. All it that's is. my thing. It always has to. And that. And you can call it whatever. But it, no matter what it looks like, it always comes back to black and white. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Reese Davis, Danny Cannell, all of them. A lot of them. Come yeah. on up to the front of the class, man. <laughs> <laughs> my thing is this. I respect it more when you just upfront about it. Facts. Come on, man. Y'all using words to and y'all using, to be told. To tippy toe instead of using the words to just directly state how you feel. But you know it's gonna compromise that check. We all know that. And I fuck with Reese Davis. That kind of hurt me. I'm not gonna lie. I fuck with Reese Davis because Reese Davis never came off like that. He's the voice of college football on Saturday mornings. I've been listening to Reese Davis since I was a kid. And I'm honestly was bothered by what he said. So I'm I'm gonna play what Reese Davis said real quick, because that shit kind of fuck with me. I ain't gonna lie. I didn't take it that way. When you're talking to the media in a news conference as a head coach, you're either talking to the media, you're talking to your fans, or you're talking to your players. Jay Norvell, who I know was not talking to anyone at Colorado, I know he said he didn't care if they heard it in Boulder. Who do you think he's talking to? His players. He's talking to his players. We're not afraid. We're going in there. We're not intimidated by all the attention they get or by the, the force of his personality or by the talent of Travis Hunter or Shadur, Shadur Sanders. We're not intimidated by any of that. We're going to play and we're going to do our thing. He's talking to his players. You know, now, absolutely Colorado should respond the way they did and use it and, and all of that stuff. That's part of the game. But I didn't think for a second. That's not really. You guys probably know Jay Norvell better than I do, but that's not really in his wheelhouse. He's talking to his players. He wasn't trying to take a shot. And I'm sorry to diffuse all the fun saying that. That's just what I thought. Recess capping, you know it. Who else he talking about? Uh, Clearly talking about Dion. Uh, My thing is just be direct. Take the glasses and had who else doing that in college football at this at this moment? Like at least, come on, at least bro. getting that public pub, that type of come on dog. Nobody else is shit. doing that. Nobody else is doing that. Knock it off, bro. 
But shout out to Dion again. Another box office hit. I'm going to start calling them box office hits because that's what it's looking like right now. Hey, man. Primetime Prime shit, Primetime shit. I mean, he had women who don't watch football staying up on a Saturday night, 10 o'clock till 2.30 in the morning watching we college football. We all cared about two Colorado football teams on a Saturday night. Because of Deion Sanders. Because of Deion mm-hmm. Sanders. And I was I was actually enjoying the commentary for some of the women on the TL. I'm not going to lie. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, y'all really watching this shit. It made me pull out my Bob Sanders jersey just for the Sanders. You see what I'm saying? It was really women staying up till 2.30 in the morning. I fell asleep at 12.30. I'm going to hold you, so I had to watch the highlights this morning. But it was really women staying up with their man or if they were single, you know, watching Dion. Nah, I, but I, he's bringing a completely different dynamic to this shit, bro. Word. I really I had people say, man, you got to can you get ESPN in here? Cause I have satellite radio, so I'm playing the game wow. and niggas were hyped to hear this shit too. That's crazy. Yeah, man. But it's it's still it's still one of those things, man. Like, what is the fucking problem? You know, like this has been a guy who's been doing this forever, who's been the same person, every the level, same, same energy at every level. Wasn't, like, it was a, it was an issue back then too, though. But oh, it was, sure. it was. I just oh, feel sure. like now that the media got social media and the voices more amplified, like we're getting, we're getting like everything now. Bruh, sports shows are reporting live from Colorado yeah, during man. the week. But that fucking background, so. Mixy man, that's the mountains do look beautiful. Oh my god, that's that set's just I would love to shoot on that. I shit, mean, he I had, who, who all was out there? First take was out there, Pat McAfee, Pat show. McAfee show was out there, somebody else was out there too. Yeah, the remember. Fox, Fox, Fox had, yeah, I think, I think Fox, Fox out there, out there yeah. Too. yeah, man. It'll be more, and guess what? The biggest game ain't even happened yet. Mm-mm. So, college game, they're gonna be in Oregon next week for their game, Colorado, Oregon. Then you know they're gonna be out there for Colorado, USC. USC. That's yeah. a fact. Yeah, so y'all might as well go ahead and, and look at that schedule, clear your schedule, because you don't know when the time's going to drop, depending yeah, on where TBT. it's going to be, right? I feel like for the USC-Colorado game, I understand it. Y'all on, over on that side, push that start time up. Man, that, that 10 o'clock start time is madness, Because the game naturally going to end at 1 o'clock, mm-hmm. but it had overtime. That's why it ended Two at 2.30. Yeah, yeah. So naturally, 10 o'clock ends around 1. But for the USC game, let's let's get that around 6 to 8. Please. I just, I, I'm still having a hard time seeing why these guys really hate this man. Bro, look at all the people he got coming. Up. I mean, he got Kawhi Leonard out the house, man. This, this man Key Glock. This man had Kawhi Leonard, Kyle Lowry, Chauncey Billups, Lil Wayne, Offset. Uh, that's Desi. The, Desi. Master P. Master P and his sons. Um, it's more. It's countless, a long list. Countless, others. countless, yeah, countless. It's crazy. Man. This, it's this, countless this is coverage, a, bro. This is a weekly thing. This tickets went from oh the rock, the rock, the rock was, was yeah. out there. Yeah, tickets went from one hundred and fifty-one dollars from last year to five hundred and fourteen. The average, yes, sir. that's ridiculous. That's crazy. Yes, sir. That's hella revenue. See what I'm saying? And whatever he getting right now, he's he he needs a re-up. As a matter of fact, think. to be exact, I believe the number was eighteen million. That. The city made that yeah, Saturday. As, as economic, as a, as I, economic I was about to ask y'all that, yes. especially Drew, you somebody who's worked in like bar settings and stuff like that. Like we see all LeBron, his impact when he left Cleveland, mm-hmm. what it did to that area. It damn so, it, it damn it killed the nightlife. Mm-hmm. I know the nightlife in Colorado has went up tremendously. Yeah, I mean, oh. shit. I think Colorado State kind of kind of get some. Get, get some type of you know yeah. they they get some type of money off this suit yeah I mean uh, I believe Prime was uh, talking to Gilly and Wallow when he was saying like and they was like yeah man because you know when when you win people are gonna want to go out and party spend that money just go spend that money mm-hmm. want to go hang out but when you lose people are ah, just going home you mm-hmm. see what I'm saying but it, and 
you you storm the field, so that's energy already. So the, it just trickles on throughout I mean, the rest of the the um the rest of the uh, the, the, the evening, bro. I know the local bars and mom and pop shops crazy. are going nuts yeah. right now. They appreciate Deion Sanders right now. Hey man, you know how they they be selling them. I love New York shirts and stuff out there. <laughs> it might be time to be out there. To have I love boosting. prime. Yeah, I love make them shirts and should be out there with the uh, trunk. Literally everybody you can think of in black culture. Was out at that motherfucker, bro. Yeah, man. I'm, so I'm, imagine the USC game. Imagine the USC game. That's gonna be crazy. Imagine if we did this outside of football and just did this for niggas' organizations and businesses. If we get behind people and do shit like this, that's a fact. Man, too. That's See a what fact. I'm saying? Like I, I'm, I'm looking at a bigger picture here, guys. That's because a fact. it's a lot of niggas coming behind a football identity. But essentially, it's behind Dion. You're getting behind him. Yeah. His but movement. why just and him? And it's affecting your business. Yeah. Why just him though? You see what I'm saying? Why Why are we not doing this unity thing more often in our community? You yeah. see, Eddie George. Eddie George is at an HBCU right now. He's see what I'm saying? At like HBCU the right Wise Tang and all these other guys ain't pulling up on those niggas. You see what I'm saying? They, everybody's running to Colorado, and I get it. Yeah, I, I get, get it. it. I think I think if Ed Reed was still at Bethune, he would have some of that too. Because Ed is arguably the goat. It's still like it just should, it has to have a, a domino effect, and I really I, hope agree. that agree. It, it, it curates this because honestly, bro, this is looking at. I mean, you're looking at commercial every time the the shit goes on to a halftime commercial. commercial. There's prime time on the commercial. Shit, Nick Saban ain't even giving a fuck about them no the com- game anymore because he's on commercial with mm-hmm. Prime. You see what I'm saying with the Aflac commercial? Aflac, you see what I'm saying? He been on Aflac. He been selling the California pistachios. He ain't worried about that game. He he's sell- not worried about that team yeah. no more. No, I'm talking about Dion, but yeah, I, yeah, I'm talking, yeah, yeah, yeah. But well, Saban is in hell right now. Oh, he is. That boy leaving that tunnel. Boy, drew that picture hella crazy. Right, he didn't even right. fix his hair or nothing. Right, that nigga's just like, he's man. trying to think about his quarterback situation. Yeah. His quarterback situation is fucked. That shit ugly. But honestly, man, this is the shit Bob was saying, man, man, for, yeah, for man. a long it's beautiful. time. It's, it's all beautiful. about unity, man. Yeah. And I really hope that this this does have a ripple effect. And I hope Dion even speaks that. You know, like. I appreciate all y'all to come out here and support us in this in this uh in this magnitude, but also it's more of us out here doing the same shit that's trying to do the same shit. That's a fact. You see what I'm saying? And that's just outside of sports. That's in businesses. That's in restaurants. Like Trick Daddy, I see like he's getting some, but I feel like Trick is doing a little little different. Like he's pulling up on people and giving them boys burgers and mm-hmm. and all kind of shits. Like so he's really marketing himself in that aspect, but. Ultimately, man, I really hope that this does have a domino effect. I really hope that we can see more of unity in our community and see us run the shit up, run up the commercials, run up, you know, ads, run up, get these kids, these NILs, you know, NIL deals. And and outside of that, big up everybody, you know? And for all y'all who's still stuck in your old ways, this is the result. All right. So y'all can talk all that shit about Florida State and, you know, oh, they they, they dibble and dabble in the transfer portal. Well, transfer portal up, nigga. All right. These NIL deals, this transfer portal shit is real. It's real. They don't have to jump to LSU and, and Bama no more off the first rip no more. Like, it's, it's real money out here. And if a, if a kid ain't feeling at his school, he gonna hop his ass in that portal and he gonna get it popping. Shout out to us. We we holding it down in the portal. So y'all can talk all that recruitment shit. Dabo Sweeney, you can talk all that. And anybody you want to put some bread up for this Clemson game, I'm not doing no back and forth. Put your money up. Ooh.
That's it. That's all I got to say. Put the money up. Y'all had some slick shit to say about my boys. We let the gas off the pedal. We use up 3110. Let some bullshit happen. We squeaked away from BC. I didn't like it, but yeah, if you want to use that as a foundation for this, why are we going to lose a Clemson? Put your money up. I ain't mad at it, man. Put it up. Because uh, say it with your chest. That'd be my thing. Don't, don't, oh, what is, do you want to bet on the Clemson game? Yes or no? Because <laughs> there's a lot of y'all on my TL. It's a lot of y'all on my TL. And if you don't want to bet, that's fine. But when you talk with a certain energy, I'm I'm just asking. I'm just asking. I'm just asking. That's, that's it. And that's, that's a whole, whole clip. That's a whole uh, clip. Yeah, because I be tired of them dancing around what you really want to say. Uh, just say we going to lose to them niggas. If you want to put something up, let's put something up. <laughs> but don't throw, don't throw rocks and hide your hand. Don't yeah. do that. Don't do that. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> Nose in this bitch, man. Let's go, Mike. Turn up on him, Mike. I'm just saying, man. I don't like that shit, man. So, uh, <laughs> unfortunately, man, Aaron Rodgers, man, he tore his Achilles, man. Yeah, man. AR, man. Four snaps in, man. But some, they trying to say he could be back January if they make the playoffs. So, he got a, a, a innovative surgery. Innovative they, surgery. Key word put, here is innovative. They put like a like a eternal brace that's going to... Supposedly boost his recovery time. All right, man. So they're saying there's a possibility that he could be back before playoff time or during the playoffs. Okay. Hey, man, they did the same shit kind of for JJ Watt. So it's I, you know, they did. You right? JJ did get that surgery because I was reading that shit and I was like, who? I think I heard of someone. It was JJ Watt that got that. Yeah, so it's possible. It's, it's possible. You saw he, him come back. He tore his Achilles and it was right back. Mm-hmm. He did. You right. You right. Okay, mm-hmm. I love to see Aaron back though. I will say that. But you know, JJ, that was a big thing this off season. Yeah, man. JJ is big on. He big on like working out and shit to begin with. Mm-hmm. So it's probably easy for him to get back physical. I mean, I've seen, I've seen some. You know, sounds like bad situations. There's really good doctors out here mm-hmm. that can get like Ray Lewis. He was able to come back with that damn bionic arm. Yeah, the bionic yeah, arm. Yeah, I remember that. And play won a Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. You see what I'm Super saying? Bowl. But he wasn't. He was out majority of that season yeah. off of that injury. You see what I'm saying? So they got. Once that surgery happens, they got shit that'll protect you. You know, he's gonna have to have a brace or some some type of support on. But you know, they got the money. And they got the doctors to do this shit. They fly anywhere across this world and get whatever they need done. So, hey, man. We'll how, do you, see. how do y'all feel about the conversation about the grass versus turf? I, Me personally, I prefer to play football on turf. I mean, on not on turf, on, on regular grass. Um, More giving. Um, More forgiving. It's always been a thing with people um, preferring to play on grass. Um, I don't know, man. I just feel like... Uh, when you got that much money and shit like that, with those with with just overall the games and just the product in general, and seeing that turf has injured a lot of the players, I think it would just be safe to protect everybody yeah. and just go get, grass. Get the grass, yeah. And, and the owners are being cheap. Yeah, they want to take the easy way out. That's what it is. Um, but I do feel like it's a lose lose though because you're gonna have to pick your battles because I do see players complaining about grass on certain stadiums. Mm-hmm. I do see that. Mm-hmm. Now if. So if, if the stats are there that injuries are less happening on grass, then get the grass, bro. Now, me personally, I wasn't a fan of the Panthers going to uh, the turf. But I feel like David Tepper at times loves that goddamn soccer team more than he loves the Panthers, bro. He loves that motherfucking soccer team. And we know a lot of soccer teams play on that turf. But mm-hmm. I think when we talk about the injuries aspect with football, um, go to the grass. 
Now, I know everybody don't have the accommodation to roll out their grass like the Arizona Cardinals do, but you can afford to pay groundskeepers, bro. Yeah, that's a fact. That's the thing. Like, the owners are being cheap. I can't even cap on that. Like, the owners are the owners are being cheap. They don't want to pay a grounds a grounds uh crew and do it. If this is your investment, <laughs> you're the fucking owner. Yeah. If I if I own the football team, I want to make sure my players are the healthiest. Get the grass up in this bitch. And it's not like you can't get a certain grain. You see what I'm saying? They can literally get on the phone and get Kentucky. The best of the best. They get Kentucky blue. Yeah, you can you can get you can get the Kentucky blue out there, bro. You can lay the tarp down. There's weather coming. All 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 of it, bro. All of it. Uh, Y'all remember what the Raiders used to play on? (laughs) Like on the baseball field. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Like Oakland Athletics. Yeah, man. Like that's that was tough. That was that that was real crazy. But that that shit didn't go away to when late October. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, you know. If it's if it's all about protecting the players, then just do what get the, the fuck, yeah, just get do what it's what it's supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? To limit injury, to limit all this shit. But ultimately, man, I mean, cause you you change the shit about lowering your head for tackling or trucking and stuff like that. So you do this, you you implement certain rules in place to keep the, the game safe. But you don't want to address the terrain. The biggest thing, yeah, <laughs> what they're playing all, on, what they're playing on. You don't want to address it. Like some people are grass and turf. Some is just grass. Some is like Green Bay. I, I, I can understand Green Bay. It's fucking get cold, negative degrees and shit, like snow and all that shit. So grass and turf, I can understand that. But also, it's like, yo, bro, you can you can pay groundkeepers. <laughs> y'all got the money. That's the biggest thing. <laughs> y'all got the, the money's money. there. I don't want to hear nothing about yeah. they lowering resources. They got oh, no, y'all being cheap. Yeah. That's yeah. what it is. The going the turf trend thing has been definitely because of they don't want to pay groundskeepers. I mean, you got some dome stadiums that got grass. Y'all can get grass in y'all domes too. All right. So let's let's cut the bullshit. The Arizona Cardinals dome grass. Mm-hmm. Who's another dome team that got? They the only one. I think so. Maybe. Yeah, they might be the only. That one. That might be it for right now. Yeah. I think they're the only dome. Don't team the charge the charge playing the dome right? Yeah, they mm-hmm. they turf though. They turf. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Vikings good. turf. Turf. Yeah, Cowboys turf. Y'all Cowboys, Cowboys turf. Mm-hmm. And I get it. Certain injuries happen to certain players. I'm gonna charge Aaron Rodgers to more. He's he's older, man, 39 years old. Mm-hmm. It's unfortunate and it's crazy that it definitely happened on the first game on 9/11. At that, that was fucking insane. But it's unfortunate. Another unfortunate. J.C. Horn. I love you, bro, but bro, you gotta understand. And I'm not saying the fans should be going at J.C. Horn. I understand it could be tough for him, but bro. I'm keeping the same energy. Me, speaking for me, I'm keeping the same energy with you I did with Christian McCaffrey. And I still say Christian McCaffrey is the best running back right now. But at that time, it was time to move on. It's time. That just is what it is. And I don't see how you can continue to bounce back. Not saying that he can with... And we've been patient with other players. Thomas Davis, he came back from three ACL tears. J.C., the shit that kills me with him is is non-contact. That is alarming to me. Yeah, very. That's that's what that's what separates. He's too young for him. That. He's too young for and that. And Christian McCaffrey, like Christian, shit was you know the hamstring injury, but his wasn't non-contact. The ankle, that's not non-contact. You have been literally running and go down. Like for me, that's kind of crazy, bro. Yeah. That's kind of fucking crazy. That's a fact. That's crazy. Like I don't understand that shit. Drew, Drew smirking, but <laughs> I don't. Am I wrong, Drew? 
Nah, man. Nah. <laughs> I mean, I just know you was heavy on this. Like you was on the high horse for him, man. I yeah. I read the yeah. dog. Yeah, you really, you really was. But you gotta. Yeah. I trade him at this point. I will. Single, single. You trading him? Oh yeah. Yeah, that's what I saw a lot of that on the timeline. But also, he's a single number. You know, his jersey number's a single number, bro. <laughs> See, I ain't gonna bring that up, but <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> Hey, we man. talked. We said this before. You niggas, you niggas are switching the single digits from from. You gotta be wrong. Defense. You gotta be wrong because nobody asked you to do that. On offense too, skill position on offense too. Yeah, yeah. Offense yeah. Too, Miles Sanders, you fumbling. You wearing number six on defense. On defense specifically, if you going to single digits, you need to you need to establish yourself, bro. If you're a linebacker, cornerback, safety with a single digit, you gotta be wrong. You gotta period. be wrong. Shout out, shout out to DeAndre Swift. He he when he was single digit. He was kicking ass. Mm-hmm. He held it down. So I mean, single digits, you have a when you switch from double to single digits, you have a, a, a different set of expectations now. Oh, for sure. That's do, just the rules. Do y'all have any week one overreactions for your team? Uh, I think we alright, man. I think uh, yeah, I think we just alright. And AR just gotta calm the fuck down and stop trying to play Superman. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That's just really where I'm at with it. Rookie, rookie growing pains. Yeah. But I don't got too much grace with us. Um, my overreaction would probably be mm-hmm. Mac Jones. Um, Mac, I don't think Mac. I don't think he's for us, man. I don't think mm-hmm. he's. Mm-hmm. I don't Juicy. think he's the guy, man. I don't think Mac the guy no more, man. Because oh. we the Eagles all but gave us the game. <laughs> Damn sure did. And it's like Dallas Garden ain't had shit going on. We 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 turnovers. Stuck, we stuck around mm-hmm. that long. Our defense. My thing is this. Defense is getting the if, ball. If your defense getting the ball, your defense keeping you in your game, at some point as a quarterback, when we bring you in to be what you're supposed to be, you got to take over the game. You got to you gotta convert the mistakes that the other offense have made. And Mac just hasn't converted. He just – that's been a story of him last year too. Like our defense, for the most part, for the last few years, have been, you know, good. Like we, we – the defense keep us in games. And, you know – all all Matt got to do is, is score. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Not even a lot. Just score. Just can't do it. Just can't do just it. Just can't do it. So, <laughs> Drew, that's funny. <laughs> I mean, I'm just being real, though. I mean. Mm. I mean, I feel you. I haven't really got too much overreaction for us. Just build on the mistakes. Bryce, some of them shits was alarming. The interceptions specifically that you threw. How long is he supposed to be out? Season, oh man, yeah, that's but crazy. they think he could come back. But I'm saying season, me. Oh, you saying season? Okay, now okay. we did lose our guard for the season with a bicep injury. We did lose him, mm. Brady Christian, and we lost him. But hey, I man, mean, I, I I think we're good, man. I'm gonna just say this, Odell Beckham, bro. I don't care what cleats you wear. I don't care about the shirts you wear. Stop! It ain't about the damn. Like he going from the Nikes to Jordan cleats. Mm-hmm. Like he got the Randy Moss cleats on mm-hmm. today. Brother, you ain't did shit in them Jordans yeah. just, uh, last he brought, Sunday. He brought the Super Freaks out last week. And, and ain't did not nothing. a damn they thing. Nothing, so yeah. if it's just, if it's, you're just here for designer, show, yeah. you know, shit and, you know, fashion show, bro, cool. But I'm trying to get some points up on, you know, how, how's you going to start yeah. lining up? You know, you, you got what you wanted. You're with Lamar Jackson. I need to look at mine real quick. Well, shit, shit, Drew, it looked like you dropped his ass. Nah, nah, this is in a different league. Oh, differently. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. differently. But yeah, I did. Off of our league, I definitely did drop him. Yeah, T.J. Hawkinson gave you twenty five. Justin Jefferson gave you twenty four. I got to get busy today. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> I got. Uh... I got Garrett Wilson on my bench. I had to move him. 
I had to, man. I can't trust Zach Wilson against Dallas Cowboys, man. I'm sorry. Mm. But my luck, yeah, Wilson might have a 150-yard game. Hey, man, but that's just the price of gambling, man. Price of gambling. Yeah, that's yeah. it. I don't yeah. get too upset about it. Yeah, I mean, that's just the price in, in fantasy. That's just what it is, bro. That shit really do fuck with niggas and change niggas. And niggas say don't even look at fandom the same ever since they started betting. But that's what I'm telling you, man. Like It, that, it cooked a lot of perceptions. Like, Mike, I told you, the names, it's, it look good, sound good. But then you see and then be like, bro, like, mm-hmm. like Kansas City, that nigga, uh, that dude Rice, he turned up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That nigga's way down in the depths. Yeah, everybody of, thought Pacheco was going. Uh, you know, I, I so think Kelsey, Pacheco. Travis, I'm sorry, Kel, Travis Kelsey playing today? Yeah, yes, he is. Oh, he's yeah, back he in the lineup. He, he came out on uh, practice, fake limping, and they just limping, started walking. He started walking. Yeah, yeah. With that uh, racist stash. Y'all know but, he's talking to uh, Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. He's he's fully on his state trooper yeah. vibes. Yeah, he got Man, stash. Go with, no, certain 180s are egregious. I'm sorry. It it has to be talked about. You went from Elena uh, Nicole, mm-hmm. culture vulture, to Taylor Swift. Those are completely two different women, bro. I mean, he would look at look at how he looks. Yeah, the the, the stash with no beard. Look how he switched it Let up. Let me ask y'all a question: What's the nastier combo, stash no beard or beard no stash? Beard no stash is wild. <laughs> so my nigga, you just gonna have all this bald right here? Stash no beard. That's that's more cleaner look. Beard, no stash, that's wild. <laughs> that looks, you look like a maniac like that. That is crazy. I ain't gonna hold you. I just wanted to ask. <laughs> yeah, beard, no stash is, is scary times. That's scary times right there. Mm, that's wild. Who y'all got today? We got Miami. We got the Saints tomorrow night, Monday night football. It's double header tomorrow, too. Double header. Mm-hmm. Who y'all got, Drew? We have the Texans in the Texas. Oh, back to back division. Y'all like us. Mm-hmm. Back to back division games. Now I'm gonna say this right now as we a realistic down, Panther man. fan. Realistic. If we lose this game to the Saints, we can go into the bye week 0 and six. That's possible. Cause right after that we got Vikings, Dolphins, Lions, Seahawks. So at Seattle, home versus Vikings, right. at Detroit. At Miami, bye week. So we fuck around because the Falcons damn near gave us a game on the platter. They did. Mm-hmm. Them turnovers killed us. So yeah, but I think Bryce is very. He has very great composure. He'll bounce back. He recognizes mistakes. I don't expect to see the same mistakes from Bryce. That's what I will say. I don't. I think y'all defense suspect, bro. I, I don't. I don't. But now without J.C. Horn, I am worried about the secondary. But I don't think our defense is suspect. Okay, so we got Dolphins today. We lose today. We absolutely have to win um, against the Jets at home because after the Jets, we got the Cowboys, Saints, and Raiders. Mm. So it's like tough sledding. We definitely gonna see. Yeah, I want to win today though. I really want to win today. So we win, we'll be on the road too. We win today, and then. We have we gotta win that Jets game. Like that's just a that we Zach Wilson. I don't yeah, I don't wanna say it's a gimme game, but we have to win that nah, game. No, 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 no. We're gonna say it. Zach Wilson. <laughs> we gonna say it. Yeah, we got Texans, then we got Ravens, Rams, Tennessee, Jags, Brown, Saints, Carolina. Rams and Tennessee are definitely dubs y'all can get. No, we got we got Panthers and Patriots back to back. So that's gonna be interesting on this show. Yeah, it is. That is kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. That is, that is crazy. 
Can't make it up, man. Yeah, man. So we definitely gonna see. Shout out real quick to our boys Chris and TC from Holy City. You know, I got my holy out to the my boys. holy city shirt uh just touched down yesterday, man. So salute to y'all. Go cop that. Yeah, big up, big you up, know, big up, big up. Yeah, out big to up, homies, big up to man. y'all, man. Shout out to the Holy City brand, man. Salute to them. Go cop that, man. Great material. You see what I'm saying? So and it's local. Yes, sir. Holy yes, City, Chuck Town, baby. You know, and always, you know, shout out to everybody supporting us as usual. Big up. Know? Always tapping in on the YouTube, SoundCloud, Apple. If you want to, you know, tap in on the Cash App, you know, we on WJTM Pod on the Cash App. If you want to inquire about, you know, having your product displayed, you know, you can hit us up at contact at we'rejustthemessengers.com. That is our email. You know, you can find our email on our Instagram page as well. And, you know, we're going to keep running this thing up, as, like I say, every week, man. Yeah, man. Um, so... Just piggybacking on what Mike said, man. Shout out to everybody showing us love, man. Um, continue to support the YouTube. Subscribe, share everything on the YouTube pages and the Instagram as well. And, you know, that's just where I'm at with that, man. Drew, what you got? Hey, man, I just want to big up the city, big up everybody, individuals. I will also say um, just to, of all everything that was said today, man, let go of those grudges, take time out, and, you know, really tap into love. Right. Like tap into love. Real that, love. Real, real love, love, man. For sure. So that's all I got. So yeah, man. If you hear anything on here that gets you in your feelings, you feel some type of way, always remember. We're just a messengers. And we out. <laughs>